Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome back to another episode of The Keel Show. I am your host, as always, Alex Keel, alongside me, the inside of the insiders, Tyler Keel. Hi, everyone. How are we doing today? Terrible. Thank you for asking. Terrible. And I realize I had the sound on, but I saved it there. You got it. Terrible. Alex, why terrible? Is it because that Columbus lost, so they're down 3-1, even though I definitely picked them to beat the crap out of Tampa? No, it's because... Is it because of the fact, Alex, that the Canes are down? In the series against Boston. Well, it's because... Is it because that Jake Allen has somehow overtaken the number one job in St. Louis, even though we all thought Bennington was going to be the second savior of, I'm trying to think of St. Louis goaltender, Grant Fior or any other great St. Louis goaltender? Any of those? No. No? Oh. Oh, okay. Is it because the Big Ten football is not going to be around and Michigan football parents are pissed? Well, it's going to be around just in the spring. I, I know. It's just, it's kind of funny how they're all overreacting. We're not a college football show. If you want that, if you're on SoundCloud, I'm pretty sure there's a thousand of those. You're on Google Play, there's a thousand of those. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, even here on YouTube, there's probably 10,000. Even here on 12 Ounce, actually, who does? There's a lot of people that do football for 12 Ounce Sports. Because that's where we're on. 12 Ounce Sports, Alex. That's what we're on. Where are we else we on? Uh, we're on a lot of stuff. Make sure you are checking us out on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube if you're watching us live on 12 Ounce Sports. Otherwise, you can make sure to get the recap video on YouTube or listen to us on any of your favorite podcast uh, apps Pod, or well, services. Podcatches. Podcatches. Podcatchups. Pod yeah, make sure to use the hashtag TKS at The Keel Show to get involved in the conversation, get involved in the show. If you have any questions during the live show here make sure to hit us up in the chat or in the comments we're going to do our very best to answer answer them as best we possibly can hashtag tks at the keel show on twitter today's show on 12 ounce sports is brought to you by second string leather company there's a new apparel line coming out through them so make sure to go check out all of their stuff to see what they got going on collection five wallets are now down to 50 percent off Make sure to get those deals while they are available. Second String Leather Company, crafted from the crease. Today's episode is also brought to you by MyBookie.com. MyBookie.ag, actually. That's my fault. Forgot to change that because I was kindly reminded. MyBookie.ag, Alex. The what We had the name brand proper. We just forgot the web address. It is MyBookie.ag. MyBookie.ag. Well, good thing you got that catcher there. Good thing I got the catcher? That, that pod catcher there? That pod catcher. Got the catch it for pods. Yes, mybookie.ag. As sports are still here, there is the best way to getting all of, well, I guess the ways you can get paid, really. Yes. I mean, you're sitting on some some money, whether you were uh, working during the quarantine and COVID-19, or if you just have some extra money that you were able to get through unemployment, if you're in the States, obviously, make sure to go spend it all at mybookie.com. Sign up today for free. All of it? Using... Promo code 12 ounce sports. On today's program, we're going to be talking about Boston and their series with Carolina and how that goes. We're going to be recapping the first few days of action in the first round and obviously all of the series that are going on. You know, people that are tied in series, people that are not so tied, people that are on the brink. We're also going to be bringing in hockey writers Brett Pickler to talk about the series that, well, is on the brink with Chicago barely getting that one game out of the uh, the picked, current four. Which I picked. I picked him to win one game. So we're going to have him on the show today to talk about the Vegas Golden Knights series against Chicago. But 
first, we're going to talk about the series that we have at hand with the Eastern Bias. We will start out in the East, specifically with the series that means the most to myself personally is the fourth-seeded Boston versus the fifth-seeded Carolina Hurricanes. Now, I am the crusader of the Canes, the hero to the Hurricanes, if you will. Crusader of the Carolinas, all that jazz. Mr. Hashtag Take Warning. Mr. Mr. Hashtag Take Warning. You're going with that? That's how far you're going to go? I'll go with it. Mr. Hashtag Take Warning. Folks, if you are a Canes fan or if you know a Canes fan, text them and tell them that someone's trying to take their top spot. Buddy, you are not. No. See, the, I would, the Mr. Hashtag Take Warning is the pig. That's Mr. Hashtag Take Warning. You got a problem with bacon, buddy? I don't have a problem with bacon. I'm just saying. He's probably the bigger fan than you are. I'm I'm a pretty big fan. I know you're a big fan. I mean, I mean, if I go down to Carolina, I, I'm gonna have to get some Storm Brew. I shout out to Storm Brew. How do we want to do this, Alex? Because there's been a lot of hockey since I covered it on Thursday. Do we want to just quickly okay. let's quickly run I through game got two? This. Let's I've run, got this, and we'll talk about what happened in I've game three, got this. and then we'll preview oh game four. A lot of hockey talk about. This is why we got to do a show every day, Alex. Every day. No, screw that. Every day. Screw that. Every day. No. Twenty four hours of coverage. Tyler, <laughs> shut up. So this is tea, folks, not coffee this week. Thankfully, still for very my good sake. though. Honey, 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 ginger, honey, ginger tea, very good. You act like that's a new thing. I, I'm okay. It's very. good. I like it. It's soothing the throat, but it's also tasteful. It's yes, even, and it's, it's been around for hundreds of years. Yes, shut up. <laughs> I'm just saying it's good. I like it. I'm just trying to tell people I like tea too. I'm not just some caffeine addicted individual. I. Uh, I like all sorts of beverages. That both. have caffeine in them. That's got caffeine in it. I like green tea, too, but I like something like this you know stuff. What, you, know what, you know what's in green tea? There is some non-caffeinated green tea. Most have caffeine. But it's not, we'll as, get back it's not, it. as, not as bad as Death Wish Coffee, which I had twice today. <laughs> Boston, versus Carol- <laughs> Boston versus Carolina. The series is currently at two games to one in favor of Boston, with game four being tonight at eight. PM, so that's in about an hour and fifty-three minutes. So literally, we'll start. We'll be going live, and they're going to tune out us out for that last half hour. At least if you really like the Boston Carolina series, like we do, I mean, it's fine. I mean, we'll get there. wait. What's the word? Fine. Fine. Yes. It's a four-letter four word. Four word. Starts letter F, and we can't see the other one here, even though there's a lot of four-letter words to start with F. But let's get into games two and three. So game two was a victory from the Canes, three to two. (sighs) This was a good, this was a good game to watch for my eyes because James Reimer. That's why. No, thirty-three saves for Mister Reimer. James Reimer pissed me off. You want to know why? Because he made it look like he should have been the starting goaltender. No. Okay. Because he made it look. Like, he should not play another game at all. <laughs> That's how he's always played, though, That's, Alex. He's, he stresses me out. He did that out. when he was in Toronto. That's he stresses he me out, man. Listen, I'm trying to think of it. I like, don't got a smoking problem, but I might have one when I keep watching him. Did you watch the... Did, well, speak, well, I mean, we'll get to the Vancouver series later, but Jacob Markstrom in that overtime, he's jumping out on that, flying around. I mean, uh, some goaltenders okay. are good at doing that. Do you telling me that Buffalo Sabres fans watched Dominic Koshik and said, yeah, that's a routine save? Yeah, but guess what? Here's the thing. When I have the choice between the calm and collected, and I don't have to stress out calm every time... Cl- Peter Morazic? I don't have to stress out every time he makes a save because he doesn't look like he's just flailing around like a rag doll out there, Peter Morazic, versus you... Except for he got a contract. <laughs> He's got money and two he's, daughters. 
Two beautiful daughters. Two pretty two beautiful daughters and a beautiful wife, April Reimer. The only so, one that's on Twitter. Marshan Krejci scored the goals for Boston. Dougie Hamilton got the game winner. What a thank, shot. Thank God for what a, him coming back. What a shot, though, eh? Can we acknowledge that? That thing was a bomb. Like, obviously, it's his knee, so the exact shot, like the power behind a shot, doesn't all go away. But the fact that he's able to still, like, and put it accurately, too. Well, here's the thing. He also shot through a crowd. That's the thing. He's able to put it accurately through a crowd. Now, well, whether well, or not now, that's one on. of 100 shots. No, that's, it is not him being accurate. Because if you are a true Hurricanes fan and you actually watch all of the games, you know for a darn fact that Doug Hamilton, Douglas, a.k.a. Dougie, Dougie, Douglas Dougie. Douglas H. Hamilton. I'm just going to go with H. Is, because. <sighs> he shoots the puck a lot, especially from the point. If you watch the oh, power play, God. that's literally what he does. It's Sveshnikov, Aho, and I forgot who's the other in that first uh, offensive uh, line. Aho. For, maybe it's Teravainen. Well, Teravainen did get one of the power play goals. I think so. I think it. Either Does he or, do the Jeff Hogan blast? <laughs> sure. Just wind up and... But no, so you have those three that are cycling the puck down low, but what they typically do on the power play, especially when Doug Hamilton is on the ice, Dougie... They run an umbrella. They send it up to him, and he fires it. That's <laughs> literally what he does all the time, and nine times out of ten... It either hits a body or it misses the net completely. Either, this time it went in the net. That was good for me. Either kill somebody. So it's pretty much John Klingberg of the East. Hamilton can't hit. He can't shoot that hard. He won't kill somebody. Who? Who? Also, which in in my eyes doesn't help. I think Shea Weber's taken. Uh, we'll get to the Montreal series later. I'm Shea sorry. Weber can still shoot the puck. That's beside the point. But no, Doug Hamilton, he got it on there. Got the game winner for the Canes, three to two in that one. Avalanche and Coyotes going on right now. Uh, Car- or, uh, Colorado. Tyler, let's talk about this game, please. I got to give them updates. People are miss- people are missing this game, so I must give them updates. Who Colorado cares? scores first. I'm just We're saying. talking about the Canes, man. Matt Nieto. Reimer got thirty three saves on that one, so the can- so that ties up the series at one to one apiece. But then, which makes it perfect for me because I want I want I want this one to go to seven. Of course you do. Game three went to the Bruins, three to one. It was not fun for me. Before the game, Tuka Rask decided to leave the bubble and went home to his family, which led none other than Yaroslav Halak to keep the crease nice and toasty for him with 29 saves. By the way, quick... Didn't look... I'll say... We'll get to Rask here in a second, but I don't think Halak looked bad at all. He didn't look bad. He looked like Yaroslav Halak. He's a good goaltender just because he's considered a backup behind Rask in Boston. I think it's a 1A, 1B situation with Boston. It, well, it's just the fact, kind of like with Carolina, where you have two solid goaltenders, but nine times, that, or majority of the case, you're going to give it to one guy. So he's right. going to be considered your starter. But now Halak is Murat, Murat the guy. being the guy. So, so Halak kept the crease clean of pucks, only let one go in. Um, Need a writer getting the one on the power play the one that for that one. Halak literally gave to him. He, he just it, it was it right was, place, right time. Bad clear by Halak. It was a goal. Um, it's a goal scorer. But goal. one thing that needs to be noted for everyone that's f- not necessarily focusing on this series: the Bruins and most other teams do have three goaltenders. Carolina is one of the very few teams that only have two on the roster they in don't, the bubble. Yeah, they had David Ayers there. That's why that David Ayers <laughs> not allowed. <laughs> 
No. Um, um, but no, they. So if something were to happen in Carolina with Mrazek or Reimer, when, then we'd only be down to one goalie. Are you sure? That, I thought every goaltender, every team has allowed three goaltenders, no matter what. As of right now, I think they only have two in the bubble. I thought they have Nettie, but anyways. But here's the thing. That's what my understanding is. But that being said, Tukarask did make 29 saves no, uh, with no, Coyle. Halak, Halak. You said Rask. Sorry. <laughs> Halak making 29 saves. Uh, Coyle, Corrali, and Marshan scoring for Boston. Why did Marshan have to score? Because, ah, yes, that's how things work for me. It's because it's the playoffs. Because being related to you means that when I root for the Maple Leafs, I can't be happy. But even when I'm rooting for the Canes, I can't be happy. Because it's Boston. Well, which proves uh, my point that I'm going to make. Canes fans, if I were you, Whoa. Don't. Hello, Dangle. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Don't be happy or excited that Yaroslav Halak is the guy that they're going with currently. Now, as of right now, Rask is out of the bubble, yet he can still come back in the buffle, bubble I, no, if he can he, choose to. Yes, he, he can. No, he, H- opt, he opted out. He is going home and he's staying home. As of nine hours ago, they said that he is allowed to come back to the bubble if he chooses to. The NHL said that he was allowed. Correct. He's allowed, but I don't think he's going to. But he can. So don't say that he can't. He can. He has decided to leave the bubble, yes. Obviously, for his own personal reasons, going to be with his family and whatnot. But that doesn't mean that he can't come back later. He can come back during the series, depending on how long it is. So obviously, he's not going to be playing tonight. But he could be back for what? I think there's a game on possibly on Sunday. He would have to wait a few days. Muzzin wasn't going to be clear by the time the series is over between Toronto and Columbus. I know well, that. Right, but he also didn't leave the country. Right, so I think it'll be longer. I think he'd have to wait till the next round, if anything. Here, here's my thing, Alex. I'm sorry. The fact that people actually questioned the merit between, behind Rast's decision to go home be with his family. The fact that Mike Milbury, who is Don Cherry incarnate, questioned, who is a Boston Bruins guy, Mike Milbury, Alex. Boston Bruins guy, Mike Milbury. You think? Well, Mike Milbury also said something about uh, the Philly, the Philly Flyers just recently, too. So he's just, he's Don Cherry, but for NBC. But continue. I, why is it a problem that he leaves and goes home? I get it. If this were normal circumstances, if we were playing in May and he just up and left, you're right. I would have questions and concerns on why he would just leave the playoffs. This is a different time we're living in, people. This but is, it's still winning. It's I'm going to play devil's advocate here. No, because I, I don't. By the way. Colorado scored again. I don't see the reasoning why people should get mad. Because Oh, because it's the playoffs, because it's the cup. Listen, first of all, all you Boston fans, I give them crap after losing another game seven in a big game. I'm sorry. Shut up. But he wants to be home. He wants to feel safe with his family and be there for them right now. During these very crazy times. I'm sorry. I have no, no issues with Rask leaving. He wants to be where he wants to be. That's where he feels safe and comfortable. Fine by me. But the fact that people go out there and sit behind their keyboards and peck away and say, oh my gosh, I can't believe he would do that. Say that to Rask's face. I dare you. I triple dipple dog dare you to say something like that to someone's face. You're not a man because you decided to leave because you wanted to be home with your family it's during the pandemic. Case, it's not a case of whether or not he's a man. That's not what people are saying. If people are saying, then yes, well, that's ridiculous. But what people are majorly saying and what you're kind of leaving out there because you're going on this bit of a rant is that people are saying that he's not 
He's showing that he's not willing to be competitive. He's not willing to help his team when they need him most. He wants this, to go home. This is a series where both teams are very evenly matched. So, Boston needs all the help they can get. In this series, the game that they did lose, and even in the two games that they won, they've been shown to be, what's the word for it? Um, not entirely invincible. There are chinks in the armor, Ty. Chinks in the armor. Yeah, chinks. No, chinks, chinks in the armor. Yes, I agree, yes. But I just... So, that being said, since I'm playing... De- By the way, I'm just making this making the point here. I'm okay with him going outside the bubble. I don't agree that they should let him back in, though. That being said. Because... Well, I, I, he's not, because, he's not because, going to, but... He can if he wants to. That's the whole thing. I do see what you're reporting. So, if he yes. wants to take, you know, leave or whatever, he and he can come back. I don't agree that you should be able to do that because that's not allowed in the other leagues. Why should it happen in this one? B, NBA player went to a strip joint, Alex. Just remember that. Yeah, and guess what happened to that? Nothing. Didn't he get quarantined? That was it? He got fined, maybe? Exactly. He got fined. Is, is Tuka Rask going to get fined for this? No. He should. Well, if he wants to come back. Regardless. Because if it's all thing about he wants to be safer, he's literally, he's not, he's literally safer being in this bubble. I just have a problem with he's people. He's literally just, safer being just in Toronto playing hockey. Because everyone be different. Everyone makes different decisions. Everyone has their own feelings on everything. That's my thing. Because but he's oh, because he's leaving because it's too tough. No, that's not the reason. Rask has been there through so many playoff no runs. No one's saying this. that he's leaving because it's too tough. Where are you reading this, Ty? I no, listened. No, 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 I no. listened to Mike Milbury go on national television and questioned why Rask would leave. I wouldn't leave. It was because it's the playoffs. And so no, then it's, say you, that you have to Mil- be there. So then Mike say Mike Milbury stupid. Not say people. Don't say people. Just read out. Go, just go on social media. Type in Where? Tuka Rask. Where? You want me to just Show type me. Tuka Rask? I, Show I, me. It's probably gone now, but if listen, I know you're not on Twitter, Alex. Because, I'm sorry. You're not on the cesspool that is Twitter. I am, and I see how these people are. Well, then don't look at it, Ty. Why, why is it that Mike Milbury wasn't even the stupidest person this weekend? I, you clearly didn't see what Jack Edwards wrote on Twitter. I didn't see because you know God what? bless it. Because right, I make up. the conscious decision to not go on that very toxic platform. I'll let I you commend 12-ounce sports for being on there. By all means, you're trying to get your message out there. You're trying to get content out as wherever you can. And obviously, it opens up a lot of opportunities for us to be able to you know, go live there. People can comment on that. We can get some different feedback from that, which we'll have to check in a little bit from this opening segment if anybody has anything to say. All right, you can read That the- being said... So, Tuka Rask, fine. I don't think we should make a huge big deal about it, but I don't think that he should be allowed back into the bubble because it provides a lot of possibilities for all of the others involved. Tyler, that's, that's fine. the tweet. Oh, you go ahead and read it, Alex, because no, I'm not going to read the stupidity out loud. Fine, I'll read it. What? Jack, no, no. 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 You want so, me to read it or no? Uh, read it to yourself. Andre Sveshnikov gets hurt in game three. Twists his knee into an oblivion. He goes down. He's done for the rest of the series. He's probably done until the conference finals. Jack Edwards. I got another name I like to call him, but I'm going to try to keep it clean for the kids watching as our good friend Rando decided okay, to. So, okay, so yeah, he's a biased reporter. So are you, but what's the point? He gets paid a lot of money to be biased for NESN. Continue. You're really going to try devil's advocate right now. What what do you expect? He's done this for years and years and years, and he's not going to get t- 
taken down for it. That's the problem because we're not talking about it. We're not. No one's. Everyone's talking about been it. talking about it. We've literally talked about it every single season when we refer to Boston. Every season that we have done yes, this show, but why do we you have know? had to talk about Jack Edwards? At Hold on, least I haven't even described season. what happened yet. Someone missed it. Someone for some reason didn't. For some reason wasn't like under a rock. Lives under a rock. But Jack Edwards, after Andrei Sveshnikov goes down with almost a career-ending injury, only a series-ending injury, probably won't get back to the conference finals as we've learned, goes out on Twitter and says, "Here's what you didn't see. Here's what NBC didn't show you." He bit off more than he could chew. Paraphrasing, obviously. I'm not exactly sure how Jack Edwards is going to sound, but it sounds like a buffoon. The fact that this guy, I feel, listen, I know I gave it to Boston fans last Monday, Alex. I did. I gave it to Boston for cheering for the Bruins. I get it. I feel bad for Boston Bruins fans, Alex, because for 82 times, well, actually not 82 times, they got national games, but for the majority of their schedule, they have to tune in to Nesson, N-E-S-N to listen to this guy broadcast NHL games. Now, listen, when he was doing play-by-play for the ES- for ESPN and the Stanley Cup playoffs many years ago, he was great doing the national games. He was a great broadcaster, insightful, knowledgeable, could call the action. Now, since he's been for Boston long enough, it's starting to get to him because he started saying, I'm going to decide, you know, I'm just going to lambast this team. Oh, this kid's injured. Oh, who cares? You know what? Here's the reason why he got injured, because he bit off, because he went after Char. He deserved what he got. No, you don't do that. There are so many great people in this world that would rel- that would relish the opportunity, that would take advantage of an opportunity and flourish in it. This guy is absolutely using his platform for negativity, for bias. I get it. That's He works for them, Alex. I understand that. He represents the Boston Bruins. But the fact that the fans have to cheer for him have to listen to him because the team they cheer for, it's not fair to them. I was sitting at home yesterday. What? Do you ever think that Boston fans kind of think the same way? What do you mean? Chara, big boy, right? Right. Big boy. Big honking boy. Stonks, if you what? will. What? Think the same way as Jack Edwards? I would not be shocked. It's the one they they, they probably think. Oh, it's too bad that he got hurt. But at the same time, I mean, you, you mess with Chara, you're going to get it. You well, know, that's my. Oh yeah, because oh he deserved to get hurt because he went after Chara or whatever. That's that's not the thing, Alex. That's my. Listen, we know a lot of great Boston fans. Tyler, Mike, Mike, sure. Mike's a great Boston fan. Sure, guy that's fun to talk that, with Boston with. But it's those said, people though, that I have a problem with. Hold on, though. Here's the thing. The reason why they have him there and the reason why they haven't taken him down because... Because he represents Baston. Because that's what they want. And you know what the best part about today's modern era is? If you don't like what's happening, you got two options. You either try to fight it like you are, which it's a battle you're not going to win because he's got a contract. Well, that's... Oh, the fact that the NHL... Or B, you have what I do... And what you do in other cases is just say, well, don't have to watch it. Don't have to listen to it. It's the fact I that I don't watch NESN. I'm not on Twitter, so I don't have to hear that garbage. But I can uh, listen to actual no. reporters. I can listen to actual hockey people that have actual valid opinions on hockey. And you know what? If Jack Everett decides that he wants to come on the show and re- have some sort of rebuttal against this, by all means. But there's like pe- you said... 
he does he spews out toxic garbage and he's not there are people and that he could should do be a reprimanded job. for what he doesn't do national games so you don't see him on national games the only time you hear from him is on regional broadcasting regional broadcasting of which you don't have to listen to if you don't like it you don't have to listen to it it's the same reason like with the Kane stuff when i watch Kane's games most of the time they're on national broadcasts but if i don't they're on whatever the Kane's regional broadcast i can't think of it off the top of my head but that being said if i don't want to watch that regional broadcaster or if i don't want to listen to his voice i don't have to i don't have to if i don't want to it's yes, just it's I, stupid I underst- the fact that no i understand that but you know what ty you have to realize that there are a lot of people in this world that say a lot of stupid things and you know what you can't just go after them all but wh- the fact that there's better how people long, how long is be- don how long has don cherry existed before he finally got taken out almost about last year it been almost 40 years right so everybody loved don cherry well not everybody but a lot of people you loved, loved him or you hated him yes you don't think that's the same for Jack Edwards? You don't think that Boston fans like a gritty broadcaster who... Gritty. What's gritty about it? The fact that the he fact just... The fact that he's really able to put some sand He says in what there. he means. He doesn't have a filter. All the whatever you want to say about it. I just... Let him do his thing. Let the Boston fans... If Boston fans don't like listening to him, they can say something about it. I just... Well, there, been, there were Boston fans on social media that are coming out and saying that even they agree that that was low. Well, then that's their place. But that's the thing. It's like... We, what, are, what are we to say? The fact that he represents the team because he calls for them. That's the... That's the then go, don't go after him. Go after the team. I, I went after the team go Monday. After, go I after, went after the well, refs on Thursday. I was there. I was, I, I was cowering right on the side of my chair. About to fall off. Kelly had to pat my head. I... Hashtag Kelly Hand. Hashtag Kelly Hand. I, Get it in the chat. Let's go. I paced at work for so long yesterday on how I wanted to tear these two a new one. And I just, I, it wore myself out. I just, I can't fathom the fact that I, I understand the league can't do anything about it, but someone has to hold him accountable. Someone does. And all we've learned them. over his time as a broadcast for the Boston Bruins is that no one's held him accountable. Okay. That's Ty, the problem. After the show, I want you to go after him. Do it. What do you think I'm doing? What do you think this platform is? What do you think? What do you think this is? I'm calling Jack Edwards a donkey. I wanted to say it so bad. Don't. I wanted to say it. I don't have don't. a beep button, Alex. We got to get a beep button here. Yeah, well, here's the thing. Well, actually, you got to beep it, but you have to like wait like five seconds, and you got to have the show on five-second delay and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, we're not going to do that. But I just, I that's my problem, is the fact that he can go out there and say something. Like, if uh, something, it's, just ins- it's insensitive. That's my problem. A guy gets hurt, and you're going to, you're going to kick a man while he's down. I'm just saying. And the fact that it's your guy, just, it, it kind of, it's kind of embarrassing. The fact that Andrei Sveshnikov gets hurt and their guy goes after him like that and you're just going to let him say it. That's my problem. Because I understand that Sveshnikov got hurt. I understand that when I saw that, when I saw that entire sequence go down, I thought, oh my God. I was going to buy a jersey above this guy and to think that he could possibly not play again or at least for a extended period of time because that's what happens in professional sports. People get hurt. But yes, I don't like that he said that. However, I didn't know that he said that 
Until you said that. Because that's the whole thing. I just, it's... I see that my player goes down and I feel bad. I don't listen to the garbage. I focus on facts. I focus on what my team is. That's why, I mean, I, I like to try to keep things, uh, you know, on the show pretty factual. I mean, obviously we have our own opinions, but when we base our opinions off stuff, we, di- we typically base it off fact. That was fact. It was fact of what Jack Edwards said. That's why I was going off fact. So, I was so. reading what someone actually decided. This is a good idea. Post. Tweet. Well, well, yes, you're quoting him, so that that you're fa- that's a fact that you quoted him, and that's a fact that he said that. However, even, even the Canes his, called him out and said, "Like you should probably left this one in the drafts, there, Jack." Like I, the guy gets paid a lot of money, and gets to do dumb stuff. Moral of the story: the Canes have the opportunity to redeem all of the actions of Jack Edwards and win one for their buddy Sveshnikov. Win it for the Svetcher. Is that a thing? Svetcher on a stretcher. Oh, <laughs> he gets carried off the ice. Good golly. Game uh, four tonight at 8 p.m., so that's in now a hour and a half on NBCSN for those of you that are watching on the app or on regular TV. Well, I watch it through uh, uh, DirecTV, but that's never left. DirecTV, wherever you watch it, it's also on Sportsnet in Canada. Right, but we are going to take a quick commercial break as we are half an hour into the show, and then we will get back to talking about the East with Tampa and Columbus, and then we will also talk about the other two series that are going on in the East. We'll be back right after this here on 12 Ounce Sports. And we are back. Here, live on 12 Ounce Sports for Tyler Keel. I am your host, Alex. Quick shout out to our good buddy, the Rando, <laughs> oh, telling God. me to get on Twitter, no balls. He's on, he's on Twitter, Rando. He jumped, he's on the Twitter of the Davenport Sports Marketing, but he's on Twitter. I have to, I have to get back logged into mine, but I have a Twitter, and you know what? Coming for you. Yeah. Better be ready At- for it. Real Alex Kuehl. At Real Alex Kuehl well, I mean, on Twitter. I mean, I mean, at me. I mean, I mean, if you look quickly here, folks, you see it right there on his little, uh, it's right, it's down, it's, it's right there. You see it right there. There it's you right, go. Yeah, it's right, it's there. Yeah, at Real Alex Kuehl on Twitter, at the Real Alex Kuehl. He on hasn't tweeted in about seven else. years, but hey, well, actually, no, Twitter has not been around. Has Twitter been around for seven years? It has been, actually. I don't know, Ty. Why I are you was, asking I, me these I things? I used to tweet Alex 242242 off my phone. My old texty with a keyboard phone. I used to tweet off there. That time, I, was, I would tweet in school and be like, I'm like, this class is dumb. Hashtag stupid class. Hashtag stupid school. I literally, that's how I would tweet when I was in high school. See, Long I, before this beautiful face turned into a lovely broadcaster, he was a see, dumb hockey player with a lot of really long hair, blonde hair, blonde mop, and tweeted see, from his phone. I, I was the one that uh, I stayed in school. You did? No, oh, I'm saying high school, Alex. I... <laughs> I graduated high school, went to two years of college, and I've been told that probably should have gotten a degree, but guess what? You know what I did? Probably. I went to Canada. And you played hockey for... The Lucknow Lancers. Lucknow? Lucknow Lancers. The absolute beautiest of the beauties. Sure. Uh, next series that we're going to be talking about here in the East, we have Tampa versus Columbus. The Bolts are leading the series to 3-1, to one, with Game they, 3 being a Bolts win 3-2, to two, and Game 4 being Bolts win 2-1. to one. Now! That just happened today, and I was, was able to watch most of it. 
I'm pretty sure I, I think Ryan and De- or Cooper understood that I had the game going in the background while we were having our our meeting because yeah. they well they had the they had the Jazz Nuggets game going on on the theirs. Jazz. You can see Cooper literally just doing this. Uh ah uh, yes. Hi, my te- my team name is the Utah Jazz. We moved from a New Orleans, and we kept the name the Jazz because that's how it works. Los Angeles. Apparently, Lakers. their guy, one of their guys, got like the one of the best rookie scoring games in Utah Jazz history, like 55 points or whatever. Apparently, it was a big deal. I don't know. Apparently. I just know that the Raptors were killing the Nets. Basketball. Basketball. The wrong sport with five guys on each side. Hey, there's actually six guys in hockey, Alex. We include the goaltender. Five the goaltenders players. Goaltenders people, too. Goaltenders don't matter. Yes, Alex. Cause let Except me t- for when you want to win games. Except Jonas Carposalo, who has made, I think, now 200 saves. In enough in his set in his six games of work or eight games of work or whatever it is, something like that. He has been listen, I don't blame him for the game today. By the way, didn't Hedman get hurt? Latin, it wasn't it was Hedman, game, game three Hedman, that he got hurt, right? Hedman got hurt in the third game of the round robin, came back. No, 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 I mean in this series. I think wasn't it, was, it the other it was, night? It was the game one. He's been hurt. His ankles are bothering him. There's no question about it. The fact that Tampa was Tampa for the first time I'd say in this series looked like the worst team, but Columbus because Columbus led the play they outshot him was it twenty nine twenty two looked at my notes there uh, twenty nine twenty two in game four no score in the first sixteen or excuse me the never mind continue no you're talking about yeah they outshot because the the Lightning outshot him sixteen to four in the first period in game three. Tampa has controlled the play because Corpus Hall had to make 31 of 33 saves in game three. Game one, Alex, he made 85 saves. This guy has been putting through an entire workload. And despite this being a defensively sound team that Columbus is, Corpus Hall is going to face a lot of shots. It's the fact that now the game happens where it kind of gets flip-flopped. Tampa, of course, Columbus was chasing for a very long time in this game today. And they just couldn't put it by Vasilevsky. He was, it wasn't like he had so many great chances. He had to make a couple of big saves in tight, but I just, I don't think we've seen the best out of Columbus's offense. But then again, we weren't expecting that because Columbus's offense wasn't that big. Of course, there was a couple of hard checks. And of course the too many men on the ice penalty there at the end really killed the jackets. But I mean, Dubois, his hits going to be looked at because I forget who he ran from behind. Felino hit a guy from him. I mean, there was, they're playing physical still. Columbus is still playing their game. They just weren't able to put the puck in the net as much as they want to. Cam Atkinson being the lone goal scorer for the Jackets. His, I think it was his third goal of the postseason. And Maybe. so I I don't know how game five is going to go. On. I mean, they got they have nice. They got a day off tomorrow. They're able to relax a little bit. And it's funny because have they had a back-to-back yet? No, in this series, no. No, Which, they have not. And I think that's okay. But given he, given the fact that they had to play two and a half games to decide game one, I think that's okay. Right. But that being said, I just this is a big hole that you have to dig out of. Obviously, you won, I think it was game two that they won, Columbus did. Game they won or, game yes, correct. Yes, game, game two. two. So you're losing two games in a row. That's gonna be obviously bringing your team a little bit down for morale. Tampa could get this in five. That's all I'm going to say here. Well, yeah, they could easily Just, win. But to the same token, though, Hedman's not looking great with his health. Stam- now, if, is Stamco still hurt? Stamco 
did he play today? I'm not. I'll be honest. I'm, I I didn't check the rosters to see if he was back or not. I am not sure myself. Let me hit the game center here. Let's while see you're looking that up. Um, game my there. whole point being that Tampa is not looking strong. Nope, still out. Because remember, out. he because okay. he was out indefinitely. Because I haven't heard him come back. I think that'd be a big like indefinitely, deal. indefinitely, indefinitely, okay. indefinitely, indubitably, indefinitely. This is a Bolts team that they do look weaker purely on the basis of, well, I mean, for without one, without injury, their, without their top one of their top playmakers. I'd say I almost said you, scores, but I'm like, nah, it's Kucherov now. It's Kucherov's team. You're when it comes to scoring one of your top your top forward and your top defenseman are both hurt. You you still have Hedman, but he's not looking great. Vasilevsky has not looked Vesna worthy. Vesna worthy Vasilevsky anymore. Excuse me. My my brain is going off the wires right now. Um, Aren't we all? But Columbus, they do have that grit thing about them. They got, they got torts behind them. But and I'm sure that he's going to have a lot to say, but it's a matter of is Corpusalo going to have to make 50 saves in a game again, plus like they did with the first game going to what was it ended up being five overtimes? We got in the parking lot after playing golf, and then they finally scored after my phone died, which I found out after. There's a USB port in those golf carts. Oh, well, that would have been nice to know. Well, you didn't bring your charger out there anyway, so it wouldn't have mattered. Well, I know now when we go to Graceville, if but we ever go back to Graceville. We'll see what happens. Game five is on Wednesday at I, 12 noon, Ty. I, final notes? I'd like to say Columbus will win that game. It'll go, I, but I, I felt so confident coming into the series, just the way the Blue Jackets just beat down the Leafs defensively. Yes, that series went the distance, but that's just because they had a bad game for Corpus Allo, a bad game by Mercer Lickens. I think this team, the Blue Jackets I'm talking here, they'll come out a little on edge. I wonder if they can hear how much my chair is creaking. Maybe. I feel like I need a new chair. This chair is as old as that desk, but that desk is in a lot better shape than this chair. Okay. But I just I'm not sure if this team can pull it out now. I don't know if it's because there's lack of offense, if it's just maybe a little bit of fatigue. I'm not sure what it is, but just the way the game was going today, they weren't getting great opportunities. They weren't shooting the puck like they had in a couple of games before. They need to get more pucks on goal. Vasilevsky, as we've learned, like I said, he's got a lot of wins in the regular season, but look at his other numbers. Save percentage goals against average, both abysmal by Vesna candidate standards. That's why he should never have been nominated for it. Get pucks in the neck. Get in front of him. Get in his face. If you're going to win, you're going to have to w- get some dirty goals in this in the, in game five. And if you want to have any chance of coming back in this series, you have to do it consistently, consistently and go full tilt for the next three games. Now, yes, there is the cliche, Tortorella, well, or all the players, well, we just got to take it one game at a time. All right, give 110% in game five. Get the win, great. Then game six and game seven. I could be talking about, Alex, a series that may be going the distance on Thursday on Quick Shift Edition of TKS here on 12 on Sports. Maybe. I want this series to go seven. I do still think Columbus has a chance to win. I just don't think they can pull it off now because Tampa has given, them, given themselves a comfortable position to win this series. Columbus gets game five. But I think I'm talking. I think I'm reviewing the series and how it ended up with Tampa winning on Thursday, Alex. Yeah, we'll see what happens with the entire series. Like you said, the series is currently at three to one in the favor of the Bolts. Next series we'll talk about though is Philadelphia versus Montreal. The series is two games to one in favor of the Flyers. 
games game two the Habs won five zip in game three correction the um Tampa will not they play Friday game six will be on Friday if it goes to game six I do apologize right so Monday we'll be talking about in Denver we'll be talking about the recap of the series anyways yeah. continue uh game two went five zip to Montreal and game three was a Philadelphia Flyers shutout one zip in the favor of the Flyers with Carter Hart becoming the youngest Philadelphia Flyers goaltender to get a uh, playoff shutout. I appreciate you getting those notes, Alex. I totally forgot about them myself. You're welcome. It was a pretty busy day. Listen, Montreal came out really inspired in game two with Claude Julien having to go home with his heart, with his cardiovascular episode. Good to Which hear. Which we uh, feel uh, sending our thoughts and prayers and all that good stuff. Feel good. bad for that. All that, yeah. Good to, good to hear that he's doing all right back in Montreal, of course. Shout out to the uh, screen uh, the screen guys at the Toronto Hub sending their uh, support out to Claude Julien with that yes. graphic that they put out there. Yes, yeah, very They've nice. freaking rocking it. I'm sorry. How can you not? This is the time to do it. This is the time to do it. But, um, but... But Montreal came back. They played well. Toma, Tata, Tater, Tater Salad with a pair of goals. Well, Max, we can't call him Tater Salad anymore. Don't play for Detroit. Don't play for no Grand Rapids now. They, he it's plays Tata. Tata. Max Domi, three assists. Team looked really good. And I'm not saying Carter Hart looked bad. I just think the Flyers, they just looked a little flat. The Montreal was just, they came out. They want. They said, we're going to win this game, so help us God. And they did. And they played really well. The power play looked good. Game three. You talk about a struggle bus. I because it's funny, Alex. I've what I've done a few times in the postseason is I've muted the TV and I've called the game myself, and just because I I, I want to stay in broadcasting shape, but also it gives me a good idea for how the game really is going. It didn't really seem that didn't really seem like Montreal got that many chances. They didn't get that many great A scoring chances. Carter Hart tonight was. Fairly easy. There were a couple of chances at both ends. Carey Price may have, I'd say, had the birthday boy. Very, uh, very not a good birthday present. And he deserved, yeah. Blah, blah, tongue. <laughs> Carey Price got probably the bigger work end compared to the two goaltenders. Carter Hart, which I did I did catch myself saying when I was doing my little mock broadcast. And I'm like, that's a save by Carey Price. Carter Hart. Because <laughs> they're pretty much the same guy. They're both... Probably, I mean, Carter Hart's going to be the future of Canadian goal team where Carey Price has been, he's held that title for the last 10 years, last decade. Sure. And that game really showed what Montreal does not have compared to Philadelphia. Carter Hart came up big when he needed to, maybe not as often, but that's because the Flyers didn't let Montreal get that many chances. And to be fair, Montreal just couldn't, it was a mixture of they couldn't get through the Flyers defense. And when they were able to, they were not able to really create any opportunities with it. Game three tonight, game four, excuse me, tonight. This is going to be big for the Canadians. If they want to fall down 3-1, they just do the exact same thing they did yesterday. Yesterday? Saturday. Yesterday. Tonight? No. I'm trying to figure out. They played game. Yes, it was yesterday. I'm, I'm so lost on days these nowadays. Are you talking about game three or are you talking about If game they do four? what they did in game three, they'll be down 3-1 after game four. That's my words. Maybe I should have. Maybe this should have been coffee. Maybe. This, this probably should have been coffee. Probably not for my sake. Game four being tomorrow at 3 p.m., Quick uh, thing before we move on to Washington and the Islanders. What uh, what are your thoughts about Aline Vigneault being upset that they sent out the first uh, first unit of power play when the score was 5-zip? Obviously, they being the <laughs> Montreal Canadiens. Ooh, Connor Garland just twisted his knee. 
Good. Not as bad as Sveshnikov, though. He's able to get up. 3 nothing Colorado right now. I, you know, that... I don't know. Do we, are, do we want to bring up the whole Daryl Sittler scoring 10 points deal? He didn't need to keep playing in that game against Boston many of those years ago. I... It's the NHL. I'm just, I'm just. just what are you gonna do? Put your asking. third line out there and say, "Hey guys, try to run a power play that you haven't done all season." I mean, hey, uh, Alex Bel- uh, Belziel was a Belzeal. Yeah, Belziel, go out there and run a power play like you did in Laval. Sure, go ahead. I mean, uh, what? It's uh, it's hockey. Shoot, I mean, you never take a lead for granted, Alex. I I know it's kind of dumb to bring it back almost oh, almost forty years now, but Miracle on Manchester. The Edmonton Oilers were up five nothing. And they let off the gas, they kind of took it easy, and the Kings came back. Now, I'm not saying that was going to happen. It was late in the game, but you never know. Stupid things have happened. Stupid things have happened. So, yes, did he put the first power play out there? Yeah, because it was either the first power play or the second power play. I'm sorry, what what were you going to expect? Oh, we're just going to have a full defensive lineup here. Ben Sherratt's going to play center. We're going to have our good old boy Brett Kulak over here. He'll play the wing. Carey Price will be on the right wing. We're going to throw Shea Weber back in goal for fun and just call it a day. No, you're going to put out one of your two power play units. Now, did that help inspire the Flyers to play better in game three? Maybe. Maybe it helped them. Gave them a little bit of maybe a little spark underneath the derriere, if you know what I mean. But that's what they did. They And it worked, and they got game three win. I don't have a problem with it because, listen, if it made it 10 nothing, sure. If they did a dipsy-doodle dangle between legs spinorama or a Crosby or Mike Leg, you know, Sveshnikov, Michigan goal. If they did that, fine. Yeah, it's showboating, but it's hockey. It's hockey, Alex. Fair enough. I it just, is I use like five that different names just about. to call one goal. Five different names for one play. But the way the rest of the series, I, I listen, I said it on Thursday. This is not a one versus eight matchup. This is two good goaltenders, two good teams going at each other. Montreal's feeling good that they have a playoff. They even were in the playoffs. They were able to get through the qualifying round, and now here they are competing against the number one team in the East. People are looking like, how bad are the Flyers playing? No, I think Montreal's still an underdog in this uh, Montreal, Oh, they're an underdog, no question about it, but it's not like they're overmatched the way the, ga- way the games have gone. I don't think either no, team has really shown that they are the more dominant team. Montreal got lucky in game two. Well, Philadelphia kind of got lucky with their pairing in general. Well, because they had to play Boston, and Boston didn't give a rat's behind. Exactly. Yeah, that's probably true. But yeah, because I though, yeah, my prediction last week went really well. Even yeah. though right now I'm sure that Kings fans would really they would like Philly right now. They would rather have Philly than Boston. But then that again, would we it. have redemption. It yeah. is the road of redemption. Yes, the, the the tobacco road of redemption, if you will. Nothing, because Carolina used to be like the big the tobacco. Tobacco spot of the world. That was Virginia? No. Yeah. Tobacco Road, the rivalry between Duke and North Carolina. To the oh, Whatever. Oh, Fine. High. Long story short. We'll Philly, talk about this later. Game Philly f- is not who they think they are. They no. only know who they thought they were. Is we're not doing the coach. Uh, it's, we are who they thought they were. We let them off the hook. And if you want to crown them, uh, crown their you-know-whats. Game four is going to be tomorrow at 3 p.m. on NBCSN or wherever you CBC. watch Ooh, the games. CBC, a, a, win, a Tuesday afternoon CBC broadcast. Well, there we For go. For all of our friends north of the border. Next one that we will be talking about is the Washington Capitals versus the New York Islanders. The Islanders leading the series 
Three to zero. You know what? Um, has Ovechkin gotten on the scoreboard yet? He's oh, scored. yes, he did. Once. He, this is, for me, not a, uh, listen, I'm watching the games, and yes, am I shocked that Ovechkin is being held up the board? Kind of. I mean, there was no Backstrom after he got knocked out of game one by Anders Lee. But I, Nick Backstrom is not the backbone of your team. Is he a key contributor? Yes. Is he a very important piece of your offense? 100%. He goes down, your team doesn't crumble. If Carey Price went down for Montreal, the season would be over. Just don't even play the rest of the game. Just go home, pack it up, leave the bubble while you can. But, like Rask. Well, <laughs> as we've learned, Rask was not the backbone of the team. I don't know who the backbone of Montreal is, because obviously the top line hadn't done anything until the game, until this series. So, But the Islanders have exact have done exactly what we expected. Barry Trotz saying, like, all right, this guy's going to do this. This guy's going to do this. That goaltender will probably do this down there. I'm not a goaltending coach, but this is what you guys should do if you're offensively down there. And they've played well because they've been able to hold off their top guns. Only 23 shots or 24. Sh- uh, wait, which one of my game am I looking at here? I'm looking at the 20 shots yesterday for the Blue Jackets. I have to scroll back now because I forgot which day I'm on. But. They didn't get that. I mean, they got brutally outshot yesterday. Brayden Holtby, though, in the overtime loss yesterday, playing probably his best game of the series, making 30 saves. I just don't quite understand why people thought that just because the Capitals were the Capitals, thought they were really a team that the Islanders couldn't beat the Capitals because they are such a defensively sound team. They have a pretty solid goaltender, to say the least. And... I just I like their I like the way they play. They don't need to have big scoring because that's not their system. Twenty three shots on goal for the Capitals yesterday. Excuse me, I was I was close. Price of right, I would have been pretty close. What do you think? Uh, you probably would have won over, so that would have not mattered. I will say this though: the one possible concern for the Islanders, at least moving forward, if they're able to do the thing, zero for five on the power play. Hey, special teams not so special for the Islanders. But Anders Lee gets a goal, and Kuznetsov scores right after. A little bit of controversy, Alex, that overtime goal, though. There was an offside review for Matthew Barzell's goal, even though he just absolutely danced the pants off of Braden Hopi. Just onside by a minute. And the, the funny thing was, because everyone was like, the tough, because like, oh, man, because if you watch the MSG Plus feed, you get Brendan Burke on the call, who's an absolutely wonderful voice, does some work for NBC Sports. An NBC Sports voice that is actually fun to listen to, Alex. Mike Tirico as well. I, I, I'm getting, I'm pretty fond of Mike Tirico now. What about Brian Boucher? Um, I'm talking play-by-play guys. Oh. Brian Boucher, I love. Boucher is great. What about Doc? Doc, it's tough for Doc because Doc's been around for so long that I like him a lot, but I'm ready for a new voice to come in. Because he's, he's been around since Alex. He's been around since before our birth. Well, yes, but he's still good. He is still good. But People giving him a bunch of stuff because he's behind the player or whatever. Yeah, because well, he's, yeah, he's, he's Detroit. in Detroit. He's watching the same stream we are because that's what Brandon Burke's doing. Brandon Burke didn't even, because he's calling the game for MSG and doesn't even see Barzell on the screen because that's how quick the pass was up by Everly. Barzell broke down behind the defense. But he's, he was like shocked, like, there's Barzell. He scores! Because all of a sudden it was like a flash out of the air. It's like, oh my gosh, Barzell popped out of nowhere like a magician pulling a rabbit out of the hat. There's an old one, Alex. Definitely losing it. But I, listen, I think. Got another hour and a half tie. I think Washington, I think Washington 
a win. Are we almost done with the series already? We are almost wrapped up. We are almost done with the series, yeah. And we still got a half hour before our guest, Brett Pickler, from the Hockey Writers. That's true. Well, okay. You're down three zip. Oh, Alex is going to try to give his piece. Here we go. You're down three zip, and your best players are not performing. No Backstrom. Ovechkin getting one point the entire playoff base. Well, I think he's only limited to one point, is he not? Check that for uh, me. He had, check, an check, ass- he, had, he had an assist in the on the Kuznetsov goal yesterday. Let's so he's check. currently at two points then. Teams. Laird, I don't want teams, I want players. Keep going. I'll give you the number so, in a second. Backstrom, nada. Ovechkin, at, at the very least, being well, well, limited. Well, then again, Backstrom's out. He didn't. I don't think he registered a point before he got injured. Well, that's what I'm saying. There's there's no Backstrom. Ovechkin is at the very least being limited to a very very low number and a very low percentage of being, I would say, a viable option to keep on the ice right now. Other than the fact that they're just double teaming him and making sure that he's just being bothered all game. Two goals, yeah. So three points in the series. Okay, but, three. That, that's but that's not too. Bad. But that's the only three points he's had in these playoffs. It's not too bad, but it's, it's still not great. Are the Islanders just too good defensively? Yes, but offensively, no, no, no. no, no, no. Real, real question though. Are the, are the Islanders too good, not only as far as their top players go, but do they have too much talent in reserve? Too much depth talent, I would say. I, it's, is, is that what we're really basing everything off of? Is that, is that what's really the telling story of I the think series? Just, it's just, I, listen, I think it's a mixture well, of... What's, what's happening with Washington? It's, I, I, mean, I think it's the same thing that's kind of started to happen with Pittsburgh, Alex. I know this is a very unpopular take, but I just think everyone's just getting old. I really think well, they're just, I don't think it's an unpopular take. I think it's a valid one. I think... And yes, Dad, Mike Tirico is from Michigan. We know Mike Tirico's from Michigan, Dad. And he calls games from Notre Dame. It's bad. I know. I'm sorry. But, but, but my, the point I'm making... Well, okay, let's say yes. Washington, not the youngest team in the world. Pittsburgh, still not the youngest team in the world. Crosby's in the league now for, this is, I think, it's his 14th season. Right. So, see, here's the thing. I, I don't want to completely relate them to a team like Los Angeles, where. Well, they have to miss the playoffs in order for that to be made, but. Precisely. I'm trying to think of a team that was very good for a long time. And then all of a sudden, it's just stopped and just dropped off the face of the earth. The Detroit Red Wings. The Detroit Red Wings. <laughs> the Detroit. <laughs> I'm like, you're laying up to this, and I'm like, as soon as he gets the drop, I'm getting it. Let's be honest, 25 years. And couldn't even win the draft lottery. No. The New York Rangers and Alexi. Well, just watch the Rangers pull a fast one and draft get a goalie. Trent Stutzel. No, no, no. They'll get a goalie. Because why not? They already got three. <laughs> they got through all well, ones on his way out. They got Georgiev, Shostorkin, the four horse goaltenders, the four goaltenders, no horse goaltenders. Just don't, no, don't try four, to combine the word. The four horse goaltenders of the apocalypse. No, that's just, that's too much. Four? No, that's too much. You can do the four, do the curl four like the horseman, but come for you, Arn Anderson. 
I, I just think Washington's time is up. They won their cup. They partied hard, and they partied too hardy <laughs> with both hands. I don't care. If I won a cup, you're right. I would have partied the entire day up until the last day before training camp. I don't care. I don't think Dad heard the Detroit Red Wings thing. That's fine. It's okay. But I, I just think their time's up. I think they need to lose. I'm, I'm not saying they're going to tear everything apart. But look at – listen. You're going to keep Braden Holpe as your goaltender. Do you need to keep a Ovechkin? Th- what? Is that a question? Do you need to keep him, though? He's going to retire capital. I'm, I don't think there's any... Listen, I remember a few years ago, Alex, remember the first year I came out and said, Ovechkin's dumb for everyone to stay in Washington. He won his cup. Guess what? Feel free to stay in Washington. That's been your home. The team drafted it. You won a cup there. Make your rest of your money right off into the sunset. Why wouldn't you? Any of the, all those guys that are on that team, they have no reason not, not staying and finishing their careers out. But Ty, trade value. He does. He's got a no move, dude. Does he? Yeah. Oh, damn. Why would you want to move him? Okay, why it, do they would, have Kovalchuk, though? <laughs> bolster up for the playoffs. I'm kind of bummed because Kovalchuk for the... Listen, the problem was because Kovalchuk, his stock went up when he came to Montreal. He was playing well, putting up numbers with the Canadians, and they said, well, we got to trade you because we're not going to make the playoffs. Kovalchuk in the playoffs right now would be so great for Montreal. I'm pretty sure, like, oh, his trade was stupid. I mean, but then he it, is in the playoffs but, just for the wrong team. But then again, when they made the trade, there was no pandemic. It was, oh, there's this little thing going over there in China, but oh, we're not going to make the playoffs anyways. Get rid of Kovalchuk. Let's get some back for him. Maybe. Nobody even knew about it. Well, well we not, knew about it, but we didn't. Not nobody, but. We didn't know what was going to happen. We didn't but know about it. I think. I'm not. Uh, I think the Islanders can do it. I don't know if they'll do it tomorrow. I think Washington gets one. Oh, well. We'll see. Knock first on wood. First sweep. You know, first. Didn't I pick the Islanders in this series? Uh, let's go. Ty, let's go. go back to the notes. I put them in the notes because I remembered after the last time I learned my lesson. Let's go back to Monday last week. Yep. No. Monday I know, last I, week. I think the only one we didn't pick the same on was was it not the Van, it wasn't the Vancouver series. It was what's I'm trying to look at what series. Oh, it was this series. Oh, Alex. Boy, does that look bad now. Ugh. Ugh. I, I picked Caps in seven. Four in a row. <laughs> hey, ultimate comeback, Caps. Four in a row, four I'm... straight wins. Todd, do you do you want to you want to yeah, hit us will. up with some some quick put some facts s- stuff from uh, YouTube or someone? You got any got any comments? Any questions? Who's in? Who's well, uh, SPHL Randall saying the garbage is very entertaining for other reasons. Dad and Colleen just filling up our chat with random stuff. Just, just saying. Oh, you're doing a great job, boys. It just, it's just like, it's like that being proud type deal. Yeah. Stop being proud. We're be not upset. Be upset. We're sad. Or at the very least, be, very pr- d- be proud of us while watching the recap. Don't watch us live. <laughs> yeah. Be proud tomorrow and give us our 50 views. Actually, how many views? We I don't know. But I listen. Islanders think we'll get it done tomorrow. Philly and Montreal. I don't know. That one I will, and maybe it's because I'm optimistic that Carey Price will play well, but that one's over. Tampa, they're going to win. Tampa's going to win. I'll be in Denver next Monday talking about it. And, oh, by the way, I'll be in Denver next week. Probably a good time to plug that one. Yeah, so I'll host the show from here. And no, I'll you won't. Call in. Nope. I'm the one hosting the show. So I, you're going to bring this entire setup out to Denver. No. We are, I'm debating, do I want to bring the old microphones just in the little boxes, or I could just do it with the earbuds. 
because they all have the microphone. I'm going to test that out probably this week to see how it sounds because I can just do it. Just or live. I could just host a show. Hi, everybody. You're stuck with me now. You're going to do a two-and-a-half-hour show by yourself. Sure. <laughs> I could. Hey, it could be talking time with Alex. It's not even going to be hockey-related. It's going to be just, hi. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to The Keel Show. I'm your host, Alex Keel. Welcome to Talking Time with Alex. How did you guys get no views last week? I don't know, because Alex was just talking in namaste. <laughs> namaste He was with just talking me. yogi. Namaste with me, and let's talk about some hockey. The boys are buzzing. Ain't it, boys? A mutation. Ooh, look at this. What's happening right now? A mutation of COVID-19 found in Malaysia is the predominant strain found in Europe and U.S. Solid. Interesting. I don't know what that's to do. I, I don't know. I just The first thing I read, because it's all capped. Because Twitter, all caps, more like no caps. Hey, how about Nazem Kadri? Do you want, oh, okay, let's talk about Nazem Kadri. Well, I mean, that's more of West talk, but unless anyone is, you want to start talking about the West before we get into our guest being here, because we got about, no. what, 27 more minutes? 25 more minutes. Yeah, we'll, we'll wait, because we we'll have a lot of time after we talk to him. But Kadri's got two goals in the game, four goals. Nathan McKinnon has six assists in the playoffs. Six. Six assists. Heart trophy. Hand it over. Well, uh, you can't hand it over for his postseason performance. That's a con smite. I just said this, though. Darcy Kemper deserves every rec- every possible recognition, at least to be considered, for the con smite trophy, just because of how he's played. But, ooh, news. That, that's news. Well, hey. six hours ago. But uh, Penguins, Pitts- Pittsburgh Penguins folk. Word. Holy cow, you're right there, bud. No, my, I told you, my brain's on the fritz right now. Pittsburgh Penguins forward Evgeny Malkin undergoes elbow surgery today. He has been given a three to four week timeline for recovery. Uh, He's got a lot longer to wait, Alex. He doesn't have to play until, uh, until a long time from now. Yep, so he played in all four games, obviously. Posted one assist um, when... He played earlier this month. I think it was against the Can- or the Canadians. Uh, yeah, so he's out now. Jonas Donskoy just scored for Colorado, making it four nothing for the Avs. Apparently, according to the statistics right now, here's not some. You want some good stats, Alex? Sure. Good stats in this game. Shots right now in the second period, a little past the halfway point. Nineteen six in favor of Colorado. I think it's a tough day for Darcy Kemper. Possibly. And I think it's time you pull him too, because after four goals, I would uh, I'd give him the hook. Just for mercy kill. For it's a mercy killing. Mercy killing. That's a Rocky Horror Picture reference joke. I am spacing out. This is gonna be a rough last half of the show, boys and girls. Twenty five minutes until we get the Twenty five minutes until we get to Brett. Um but yeah. Okay. If we want to talk about something real quick. Obviously Dad says you maybe you can have a guest on the show, Alex. So that'll be oh no, he's giving the winky face. Oh God! You're I could not, bring a guest on the show. Not, not no, you. <laughs> not you, Dad. No, no, absolutely, not. absolutely not. Unless this show, unless I want the show to get canceled, no, no. Like we have to get like brutally bored in the offseason. <gasps> bring up what? Oh, I no. could bring on Cooper. Cooper was I? I okay. I was watching. I'll the, have Cooper sit in. Alex, I was watching the Tampa Columbus game. During the interview, and I said, Dubois may get kicked out for that hit because he ran a guy from behind. And I said, Dubois. And he's like, do what? You ain't having Cooper on our show. 
Why not? Because apparently we're supposed to have a Davenport podcast with each other, and apparently that's going to be a thing. What are you going to talk about? I don't know. We discussed it. I blanked out for half of it. <laughs> that That's a val- okay, <laughs> valid question. And <laughs> val- What's the valid question, Alex? You want to start a podcast. Who would ever want to start a podcast? I mean, why would you ever want to do that? Hold on. Roll with me on this. About, I'm going to assume. I got a phone that's flat. I'm going to say about Davenport Athletics, right? Yep. When there's no. You'll get your six pack of strobes when I get to it, Dad. When there's no athletics to be talked about. Apparently, why I want to talk to young freshmen, 18 year old kids that are coming into the program just to make them feel welcome. So you guys think that hockey interviews are tough. How about talking to an 18-year-old kid that's never had a camera in front of his face? That was not a Snapchat filter. So, wait. Okay. So wait, you're, 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 Let's, let's you're do some role-playing here, Alex. Uh, hi, Alex. 18 hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Give me a second. Hold on, give me five Oh, boy, oh gosh, she's going off camera. Or wait, what are you trying to do We're here? We're good here. Why are you... You were not that short when you were 18. Because I'm a freshman. Oh, you're just going to go with the freshman short. Okay. Well, uh, this here, I'm Tyler Kuehl, the play-by-play broadcaster for Davenport Athletics. I'm here with fresh, incoming freshman. Uh, <laughs> I'm coming here with freshman, freshman linebacker, Alex Kuehl, all five foot five of him. I Alex, you're, you're coming to a football team here that doesn't uh, has done a few things. Uh, what's your expectations? Sparky said I was a kicker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a what? <laughs> Coach! Oh no! Oh, I guess I I die now. Kicker slash linebacker. Sparky said we were gonna do the arena football thing where I was gonna play two positions. I was gonna share a number with two other guys. <laughs> That's how college football works. Uh oh, bad news. So I said how Connor Garland twisted his knee there. Uh, kicker Alex. Connor Garland is unfit. Me being a linebacker. <laughs> Connor Garland is now oh, unfit gosh. to play. Will not return today versus Colorado. That's definitely a tough blow. I'm up to update for my the Coyotes. <laughs> Call my parents. <laughs> so what are your questions, sir? Whoa! Oh my gosh! Free just shaving. There's the video, Alex. We have it here. What? Thirty-one minutes of Freed shaving. Look at him go. Who? What? what? Freed just shaving his beard. He didn't tell me he was going to do this. So who cares? You have. Qu- you have questions for me, man. What are my questions? Oh, yeah. So since apparently you're a kicker, uh, how far can you kick the ball? Enough. Hey, uh, how uh, how fast can you run? Not enough. What's your favorite memory of high school? Graduating. That's how interviews go with freshmen, folks. Apparently very positionally confused, short freshmen. Is this the part of the show where I give you my Twitter handle or my Snapchat? Nope, not anymore. At Oloye Wagsay. I 32. Created it, I, I 32. created it when I was 13 years old, and it's it's Pig Latin for YOLO swag. 13. 32. I party with both hands. I'll, I'll see you at the hockey house. See you guys. How did our viewership go down, everybody? <laughs> How did it go down? My head. <laughs> We're looking back on it. This show has gone way south. No, duh. Tyler, there, there's your... Uh, what do you want me to do? Call play? Oh, my gosh. The Coyotes scored. Tyler, Jake Jacob to Jaren. Tyler, there's your snapshot for the for the recap. It's just my head being down there. <laughs> How bad was the show Alex was trying to hide? T- 
Alex played a freshman. What do, we, what do you want me to do? Call, holy cow! The Raptors win 134 to 110. I'm, I'm no back. game should be that high of scoring. I'm sorry. There's no, as Thomas Biondo, six-time guest here on the Kuehl Show, once said, Alex, he said that there is no defense in the association anymore. Why do you think college basketball is fun? Because those boys play for nothing. They play hard and tough. They do play hard. When was the last time you went to a Davenport game, Ty? Uh, when did I go? Uh, 20, it been 2015. No, 2000, wait, men's or women's? Yes. 2016, because I did public address for covering Mike Lee for a game during Christmas break, 2016. The legendary Mike Lee. Legendary Michael Lee. I want to know his middle name just so I can say Michael whatever letter. I'm not no. going to give him the H treatment. No, his Mike Lee. He's Mike Lee. Mike Lee. Mike Lee. Mike Lee. <laughs> I still want to. I don't think he says his own name. I want him to come just on. Him Mike. I just I want him to come on the show. I want him to drive in here, come into the apartment, just to say Ariba. <laughs> Ariba. <laughs> Mike Ariba. I w- there's got to be a video. You know what my favorite quote from him is what. I said, hi, Mr. Lee. It's like, no. Mr. Lee's my father. Mike. How are you? My name's you can call him, you can call him Mike. I don't think I've ever called him Mr. Lee. Even though I, when I started working with I him, I was a freshman. A what? Dr. Lee. Doc, no, it would be Dr. Mike. Uh, no, doc- Dr. Lee. I think, no, we have, we, our, our doctor's Dr. Lee. We oh can't have goodness. two Dr. Lees it's, in our lives, it's Alex. It's a reference to a movie. His last name's Lee. It's fine. No, and he's a fine. doctor of thugonomics. But any other news, Alex, to fill the last 15 minutes? I thought we were going to take a little bit. I Dude. thought, first of all, I thought the, well, the Boston bit took as long as I expected. I expected, watch the Western conferences take longer. Because we want to talk about power plays? Power plays. Sure. Sure. What do we got, Alex? So, give me more here. He found an article, folks. That's what happened. I'm trying to find some ourselves. So we've already hit our peak. <laughs> article written on TSN.ca from none other That's than Canada. Yes, it is, Ty. Hey, we have a lot and of people from, from, from resident people from the south. Resident and America Bull. and west and north and around around the country. It looks like looks like this. Resident that. bad boy, Travis Yost. Travis Yost. Yosty. Yost. Published Sounds an article like talking about how the Dallas Stars and Calgary Flames series, which we'll get into, um, have been doing really well on the penalty kill. Yes. And mentioning how Well, that, Toby Reader has just been on fire. True. And he mentioned how that has obviously left their power plays with not-so-good records. Now that I think about it, teams that have normally had good records in the power play recently... Uh, or, well, in the regular season, have not been doing so hot. And, Ty, what do you think, or how would you, wh- how important would you say the power play, in especially this playoffs where there are a lot more penalties being called than normal, will prove to be the detriment or the key to success for some of these teams? Well, this is the th- one of the things I was talking about when it came to the well, when we previewed the Boston Carolina series, in the middle of that rambling, nonsensical rant that scared Alex and resulted in me not getting any ice cream, hashtag Kellyanne, I mentioned how Carolina's power play was just going to take the Bruins to town because Bruins are going to get so many penalties. 
Now, it's kind of gone down a little bit. Both teams have gotten power plays, and we saw yesterday the Islanders went 0 for 5 on their power play. Just It's not, it's not going to work come, the, come later in the rounds. But... It's, I think that's going to, the trend's going to, once you get into the conference finals, and I just say this, when Wes McCauley and Kelly Sutherland call more games, Alex, the officials, penalties will start to go down. Because once they, because they're going to call, there'll be, I, there's not a chance that those guys are not doing the Stanley Cup final. There's, if, well, la, it would have been the same way last year, but unfortunately what happened was, don't forget, Wes McCauley in the conference final blew out his hamstring. I remember that. Yes. And so that's why he wasn't doing any of the cup final games. He'll do. They'll do the majority of the conference finals because they'll all be in Edmonton. So I, I would like to think that it'll start to change. Now we've seen some egregious calls. We've seen some nitpicky plays, and yes, are we've the seen call- a lot of missed calls. A lot of mi- well, geez, Thursday was great. Dougie Hamilton basically got molested. That's a penalty and Bush League hockey, or no, old time hockey. Is that what it's called now? Old, they had to change the name. No, Bush Hockey League. That's what it's called. Dude got straight up smacked in the mouth with hockey sticks left and right. Nothing was called. Like I'm, I said, I'm sorry. But when your jaw's hurting and it wasn't because you wanted it, something's, something's wrong here. So you're saying, Alex, what you're finally saying. Well, don't, I'm say, we can't have another rant on the officials. We already had one time. Thir- oh, no. NHL hockey has a set of rules, right? I think so. Tyler, just keep rolling. Yes. Right? Yes. There is an NHL rule book. Right. Right. Don't ask me questions. So I'm tell me why. Tell me why. Ain't nothing but a heartache. Tell me why. Whoa, that the playoffs. I thought I was the background. I thought that was the backup. Singer. They decide to throw them out the window. And you know what? Well, here's the no, broadcaster. Okay, that, that's openly not entirely true. Nah. They've done both. They've called rant. a lot. They've let called me, a little. Let me rant. The officials know it. The players know it. The broadcasters know it because they openly talk about it. Pick which fingers I'm smacking to the table. This one, <laughs> these two, this, I'm going through my points here. I don't know how I'm going to get the thumb in there, but I'm doing it. Rules are rules. And I, I don't understand why they just, everything changes just because they're in the playoffs. Wouldn't you think the rules would be, oh, I don't know, a key factor into why a team would win or lose? We talk about how in the playoffs, teams that even if they're not the greatest or most successful in the regular season can go extremely deep in the playoffs purely on the basis that they're good at, quote-unquote, playoff hockey. Playoff hockey. Yes. Which sees a lot less penalty calls, a lot more physical play, and more just all in all, Everyone just being more reckless. I concur. Right? Okay. Makes it interesting. So when we talk about how important points are as far as the regular season goes, whether it be playoff positioning, whether it be positions in the draft lottery, why do points actually matter then? Or rather, how many wins teams are given based on their style of play? So if you play a game where you get a lot of penalties called in your favor, and that's how you win because you have solid power play. Why do those games have any sort of relevance if the rules are not going to be enforced in the playoffs? Why do the points that are won during the regular season on a certain basis of rules have any sort of relation to hockey that is being played by a different set of rules? Explain. 
America, explain. Why you call this Arkansas, but you don't call this Arkansas? What do you mean, Arkansas? Welcome to the Stanley Cup playoffs, where the calls are made up and the rules don't matter. Listen, Drew Carey could be the commissioner of the NHL, the way these rules are. I have learned to accept it. I've never, whenever I see bad calls now, it's just when the problem I have, and this kind of goes back to game one, Alex, of the Tampa Columbus series. When Seth Jones gets called for a hog tie in earlier in the game, I forget which period it was in, but then Victor Hedman in the fifth overtime knocks down Cam Atkinson. And was it as bad? No, but it was a similar play. Got his arms wrapped around him. Atkinson falls. Should be a penalty. Not a penalty shot. I'm not going to go on the penalty shot rant, but it should have been a penalty. But that's the thing. I it's not the rules, Alex. We want cons- we want good. we want. Yes, it was. Congratulations. It was. Cons- it's consistency that we have a problem with. It's the lack thereof. If there were consistently no calls made on both sides no, of the puck, it's not even consistency. That's what I want. I want consistency. I if want you're going to call one, you're going to call the other. If you're not going to call one, you're not going to call the other. That's what I want. Tyler, if I just you want found my fish like a man like here. If you think that playoff hockey should be the rough and tough gunning and bunning and nominative center himmy punchy facey thing. Huh? That bam. that it used to be. Bam, bam. Yes. If you if you want the hockey to be like that, how how you to be, then play like that in the regular season. I want you injuries galore. You, you can't play that way for eighty two games. So then, that's why? how ECHLers get call ups, Alex. That's how it works. So Ty, explain me this then. Why then, for two plus months? God, you I can't say that word. <laughs> <laughs> on this show. But why then for two months do you have this set of rules where you have this? Yes, you're watching it back. I'm watching it back to see how bad I look. I like because watching Because it's <laughs> more entertaining? Because it's more competitive? No. Hockey it's should tougher. be hockey should be hot. You know what's tough? Playing the same team over and over again to a possible seven times in a row. That's tough. And you're telling me no animosity gets built up? I mean, shit, watch the Tampa-Columbus game. It seems like after every whistle, I know it's a playoff hockey, it's typical, but those teams... Ty, you just talked about how an injury is unfortunate and how it can end careers. What I'm saying is how chippy the games get. Their rivalries are built around this. So the game will get more physical, and yes. So if you want that, play like that all year. So There's then, not going to be anybody left. So then don't play like that for two months. Florida versus Winnipeg here on this Tuesday because night. Oh, man, we got a full-scale oh, line brawl. Oh, my goodness. You know, injuries and stuff and whatever. That ha- this, now that bad. And, oh, you can't make it through 82 games. We played it this, Alex. You can't <laughs> do it at all. So then why do you expect it to be okay for to playing two-plus months of this hockey where people can get hurt and people can get injuries and all that stuff? When the break this year is a lot shorter than it usually is. No, it'll be well. Yes, it'll be shorter. Because when is when is the season going to possibly end? October. The first week, like October, I think the fifth is the last day the cup can be handed out. October fifth. Yep. January first. December. January first. You have two months. Yeah. How long is it normally? Well, cup depends gets, on the team. Cup, get, cup gets handed out in what, July? June. 
July, August, September. Four months. But that's, we already had a four-month break. You're cut. I'm talking about the injuries that are going to be happening during this playoff right now. No one's going to skate until the next season starts, Alex. You know that. The difference is that players would start skating in August, even some even in late July. Okay, so still that's three months. That's one month less of recovery time for injuries. You talk about heads for the cup. Then play like it all year. Because it's not always for the cup. Because you know what? You say it's for the cup. Yeah, you know what also is for the cup? Getting a higher placement in the playoffs that we as we have learned alex that's a lie montreal and chicago are still in the playoffs. And why do they have the regular season ty because where's the cup where's the cup you're right alex they should do a champions league deal you guys play around a little bit well technically there is champions league the angel just doesn't participate in it because you have to travel everyone back overseas while the season's going on back home you end up just sending the rockford ice hogs to wear hawk sweaters and then they end up get it happened one year the hawks competed in it and they got throttled by the european teams because they didn't send their best players I don't know where I was supposed to go with that one. But I just so went there. So why don't you play like it all year? I don't know, Alex. Cause, cause Do you have anything on there? Anyone have anything to say about this? Well, Dad's saying good point to something. I'm a camera ham, but I know that. Camera ham? That, that, that isn't camp. Camera ham. I'm just making sure I read that right. I'm, you I are thought, a camera ham. I mean, if you mean by camera hog, then yes. Because I'd be doing this. I'm like, see? That's all me. You didn't smack me. I was expecting you to like just wind up and just whap me or something. No. I don't have the energy for that. Yeah, it's been one of those days. I'm supposed to wake up really. Been one of those days where you don't want to wake up. Everything. Right. Is- <laughs> Can't say that either. FCC disproved. Fair. Eric Fair. It's fine. There's. Oh man, I I will say this. I love the Arizona Coyotes Twitter. It's the Carolina of the West. But isn't that Vegas? Vegas is not that anymore, guys. Vegas has they've cooled off. No, they've dr- they've dried up. They. Ooh. Well, yeah, they're in the desert. Arizona. Has well, so is Arizona. But, but Arizona's still going strong because they're just like, we're in the playoffs. You know what the, you know I've what never the, done this before. Okay. Let's be honest. I guarantee you that the guy that's running the social media account was probably still in college, if that. Maybe he's still in high school when the Arizona Coyotes last made the playoffs. Hey, you want to know something funny? Arizona might be as dry as Vegas, but you know what? You stop hitting our rings together. They're, like, still, they're still red hot. Are you wearing your class ring right now? I am. Oh, okay. But they're 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 red hot. But I just I like to think come, the fact that they're on. cool. That what? was good. Red hot. Red hot. Red, it was it was red, hilarious. Red, red, red rock. Red Arizona. Red red. Nathan McKinnon with the burst. Oh, that's how we got his second assist. Oh my goodness! I was listening to you. Listen. Can we go to commercial break? <laughs> how many times, Alex? How many times? Not enough. Have I made a reference and you just went? Oh. Or or just ignore it entirely. See, here's the thing. Because your references and your puns are really bad. They are totally... Eh. Uh, Eh. Yeah. Come on now. I'm about to go brew a pot of coffee. You can go for it. I'll I'll hold the show for five minutes. We'll have a Q&A session. A Q&A session with Alex. All right. Alex, how is school today? Awful. (laughs) Tomorrow is the last day that I have to do these online classes for summer, and I'm ready for it. I've been doing schooling for 11 months straight. No breaks. You chose the summer semester. I did because I wanted to graduate in four years. (laughs) You know, when I said Q&A session, I asked you the question. That was kind of more or less just, as would be kind of the question would be like, I didn't expect you to actually answer it. Joke's on you, buddy. Joke's on me. 
Joke's on you. I make jokes. I'm trying to look for more news that we can talk about. I can, honestly, I could just pull up actual TSN. We got four minutes. CFL's canceled. What's your problem? <laughs> Gosh darn it. The CFL's canceled. How are we going to live? Because they didn't get a, what was it, $4 million there was something grant from they, the, the federal gov- Canadian The government, government needed to help them out, yeah, just so they could be able to do it properly. Because I think they would have had to have gone to a bubble. They would have had to have done a bubble if they wanted to have a season. But everybody else has done it. I will say Major this. League Lacrosse played their entire season in a week. Yep. Well, no, it was a well. They, it yes, was a week. they did. Yes, they, well, they did the World it was, Cup. It was a week. They did the World Cup format. That's why. And then, and it was kind of cool. The, I liked P, it. And it was, the PLL is in a bubble. They played a week. Major League Lacrosse also did it in a week. Well, PL the PLL also has less teams. National Women's Soccer. Well, there's I think only five left in the Major League Lacrosse. So they're about the same. National Women's Soccer League did the same thing. And people want to ask questions on why college football won't happen in the fall. Bubbles don't work. But, well, you can't do it for college football. What are you going to do? Well, all right, that. Big Ten teams, you're all just going to go to Indianapolis. No. SEC teams, you're all just going to go to Atlanta. No, dude. Better idea. Big Ten teams, send them up to Northern. Marquette? Yeah. You're all going to play in a dome. <laughs> a beautiful wooden dome. Yes. Can oh see four thousand people. Well, there's no, gonna, there's not going to be anybody. I know there, it's just, but. just playing, just play at the practice field. Y'all don't, you don't need. We got a sideline camera. You, you're going to have Northern Gus. Has more than you're going to have Gus Johnson around the sideline with the with them. Hey, you're running! Oh, my. touchdown! So Gus Johnson call, would call it because he'd have to be running up and down the side. It'd be hilarious. See, that's that's why I think I decided that I'm I'm not going to take the job with sports marketing. I do not know. So, QuillQuest asks, who do we see in the finals? Canes. Right now, Colorado and... Canes. I don't know. Battle of the Natural Disasters. Colorado and Canes. The Avalanche and the Canes. (sighs) If I look at it right now, right before we go to break, I will say right here, right now, I will say Colorado and... Colorado and Tampa, because Tampa won't have to play anyone what else. What the hell? Seriously? <laughs> Colorado and Tampa, just going to go off the limb. Just going to go on the whim there. Sorry, Alex, can't cheer for your team all the time. But the- that was a great way to kill. No, have, that was my take. <laughs> Calgary and the Canes. Calgary and the Canes. Yes. Oh, that's an interesting call there, Alex. Because uh, why not? Why not, Alex? But we are going to finally... Thank God. <laughs> Thank God. We're going to take a break. We're going to take a break. This is a good half hour of filler. Filler? I barely even know her. Uh, we'll be back after this with our good buddy from the Hockey Writers. We'll be back. Hockey Fair. Come on, sports. And we are back here on the Keel Show on 12 Ounce Sports. Tyler Keel on the side of me, your host, Alex Keel, right here. But we are here, joined, brought to you by Second String Leather Company, by the way. Nice save. Good. What? This is his first time on the show, isn't he? First time on the show. First time on the show. We're going to be talking about the Western Conference, but to help us analyze the Vegas and Chicago series, we're pleased to have on the show a former junior hockey player, a San Diego State student, and Golden Knights contributing writer, ladies and gentlemen, from the hockey writers, none other than 
Brett Pickler on hey, the show. How you hey, doing? hey, Brett, how we doing? Hey, what's up, guys? How you guys doing? Oh, Week. not too bad. Not too bad. We're we're hanging in there. That that last segment just uh, got a little uh, a little out of hand. A little out of hand. Now, Brett, where did where did you play junior hockey? Uh, I played in the uh, Saskatchewan Junior Hockey League with the uh, Flin Flon Bombers. So Flin Flon Bombers. That, okay, yeah, that's a Man, whole name, isn't it? All the yeah, way from well, is so is there Flin Flon Flin Flon Saskatchewan and Manitoba then? It's the same city. It's just right on the border. Because, because oh. well, I'm thinking a because Bobby Clark played for Flint Flon, and of course now now I'm thinking of Mystery Alaska, all the way from Flint Flon, Manitoba. Don, Donnie, uh, <laughs> there have, you go. Uh, Brett, have you ever seen the movie Mystery Alaska? Uh, I have actually. Okay, so he kind of knows what you're talking about. Did you ever have a big bag of knuckles in front of the net? Uh, I had plenty of stuff playing up in Canada, being an American up there. <laughs> <laughs> California kid up in Saskatchewan had to have gone. Had to have gone swimmingly, I'm sure. You got to love it. (laughs) Now, let's get to the Vegas and Chicago series. You have the first seed in Vegas and the eighth seed in Chicago. The Knights are leading the series three to one currently with with game two going to the Knights in a 4-3 overtime victory and game three going to the Knights again, two to one in regulation. Now, this is a series that a lot of people are looking at currently, and Chicago is... Well, they were on the brink of elimination. They were able to get that one victory out of it. Are is it the fact that the Hawks are just hanging on to the balance and they're just trying to play the best they can or with this one game that the Hawks did end up winning, are the Knights starting to play poorly? Brett, what are your thoughts on this series as you've seen in the first 4 games? Well, the big thing right now is like the Knights are still getting a bunch of opportunities and pressure against Corey Crawford, but Crawford has been the saving grace for the Chicago Blackhawks in that last game. Like he made at least eight game saving like stops and really the Knights are still like putting the pressure on and the Hawks just seem to be like holding on just steady and playing survival hockey. It's, it's incredibly funny because the, the X factor saying, yeah, the Hawks, at least in that qualifying round, the win against Edmonton. Yeah, Taves was producing. Kane was playing well. And you have Dominic Kubelik. But like Corey Crawford, his numbers were so bad. He didn't look that good at all. To see him now making 46 saves to get the win, I mean, it's it's impressive to see. But the entire series in itself, and it's kind of similar over with Montreal and Philadelphia, with, despite Vegas outplaying the Hawks, it doesn't seem like they're really overpowering Chicago. Is that kind of what you're seeing as well at times? Uh, yeah, definitely. Well, like going into the, uh, qualifying round, I actually had the Hawks pick to beat the Edmonton Oilers. I felt they just, as a team, they were like more structured defensively and it's proving that way in this series almost right now with, they just have everyone like, um, everyone buying in. They're blocking a lot of shots as a team that's taking pressure off Crawford and it's actually frustrates the, uh, opposing team quite a bit, as you can see, like just constantly getting shots blocked, shot attempts not go through, and then them going back the other way and scoring a quick goal. Uh, it's just, it can be demoralizing to a team. Yeah, 32 shots blocked yesterday by the Hawks. I mean, that's just, I mean, that's just obviously having a, a, an experienced defense core around him. And, and Brett, you, you just, I mean, obviously you played the game yourself. You know how important it is to have guys, not just your goaltender playing well, but the defense playing well in front of him. And 
yes, despite the Hawks having the closest thing we've ever had to a modern-day dynasty, they still have that veteran core that knows how to win come playoff time. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, Crawford has two cups. Kane has three. Taze has three. Keith has three. And they're even missing Seabrook, who also has three. And them having the youngest team, it seems to be those guys are being like motivators to the young guys saying like, see what we did back then. We could have a chance to do it again now. And it seems to be driving that, uh, that youth that the Chicago Blackhawks have forward and like making them produce at like high levels. So I mean, that, and obviously we, we brought you on here to talk about the Knights, even though the Hawks have really done a good job of hanging in there with Vegas, Vegas was able to win their way in the round Robin to become the top seed. And they've done so with obviously great offense performance, quality goaltending from Leonard and flurry every so often. How had, who has really stood out for you from the Vegas gold Knights in this postseason? For me, the, the definite breakout player of the playoffs for the Knights has been Shea Theodore. He's playing at an exceptionally high level. It seems that he's taking on a leadership role on the blue line with England out and he's producing offensively. He has four goals and two assists and it's plus five in the playoffs so far, and he's playing over 23 minutes per game. And that's always really big because he he's a guy that's really been around the team for a couple of years now when I think about yeah. it. And it's always good to have him be not just a guy that can produce offensively, but be at a solid at the defensive end as well. Uh, yeah, 100%. Uh, he's been playing great hockey. He's It looks like he's flying with the puck. Uh, tw- he's I think his shooting percentage is like 16.7% right now. Sheesh. And most of those shots are coming from the blue line. So he's like, he's has head up. He's seeing like the spots in the net and he's just delivering. He's playing on, he's just playing great hockey right now. Yeah. And you could, I mean, you really can say that for, for the, for the majority of the Vegas roster. I mean, especially with you having a solid or I, I would consider a solid offensive core structure there um, with Patriarty and Stone. Obviously, Patriarty did get fined, um, what was it, $2,500 uh, against on the slash that he had with the Brinkat there. But with Mark Stone, um, he has been definitely playing some solid hockey in this series. What do you think about his performance and how he's really been affecting the play in these games? Stone is doing exactly what Vegas got him to do. He's coming in, he's playing big minutes for them. He's playing great defensively. He's leading the team in takeaways right now with seven. And then he also got seven points. He's just flying all throughout the ice. He's really taken he's basically put the team on his back, it seems like. He's always it seems like he's always on the puck in the zone, getting shots, creating chances. He's literally doing everything he can to like keep the pressure going with the Knights. He is second on the team currently in time on ice in these postseason, right behind Wild Bill, William Carlson. And, and Carlson, you know, I for some reason, I don't know what it is, but he never really stood out a whole lot during the regular season. Maybe it's because I didn't get to see him a whole lot, Brett. But how do you think Wild Bill has looked in this postseason? Has he been good? Has he been great? Where do you see him in this night's lineup, or how has he affected the team? Carlson was an interesting case uh, since his 40-goal season uh, when the Knights came to the league. He's, his goal-scoring numbers have gone down, but his assists have always been there. Uh, even now in the playoffs, he's not scoring that much. You know, he got the, uh, the shorthanded goal the other day, and it was a beautiful shot. But he's doing what he's good at. He's, he's creating play. He's letting Stone get in front of the net. He's making great passes. And then also, he's being solid defensively. He's on the penalty kill for Vegas and... He's just being a good defensive two-way center as of right now. And the, the more like shots he takes and the more passes he makes, the more likely he's going to end up on the score sheet. 
That's a very great point. And, you know, one thing like you did mention with Corey Crawford, you know, kind of being a saving grace at some points for this Chicago Blackhawks team. Talking about the Vegas Golden Knights, though, how would you grade the goaltending so far and how that's been able to, I would say, successfully keep the Vegas Golden Knights until their loss to Chicago just the other day, undefeated in this current postseason? I would give the Knights goaltending right now uh, a B plus. It's not what it was during the regular season as of right now, but that could be due to the four-month break. But um, Leonard's been playing great. He's got a 908 save percentage right now with a 232 goals against. And that was his, the other day was his first loss as a member of the Knights. Flurry, on the other hand, seems to be taking the backup role. Um, he kind of got peppered against the the Blues, but he bounced back to beat the Hawks two to one. So they're not playing at like the level that Knights fans are maybe used to them playing, but they are definitely as as the playoffs go further along, they will definitely um, pick their game back up to where it would be. I mean, I when I remember when that trade happened, and it's funny how because I made the comparison on how the how the Hawk or the Canadians were missing out on Kovalchuk after they traded him at the deadline because they had the inclination they weren't going to make the playoffs. And the Hawks did a similar move when they got rid of Leonard. And I'm not saying that move is going to prove dividends for Vegas down the road, but now he is a starting goaltender. And just and then the story in itself with Robin Leonard has been so amazing, coming from you know the dumps down in Buffalo and now a Jennings Trophy winning last year and now a, on a very high-end and top team in the Western Conference in Vegas. It's just great to see that now he's really established himself as a consistent number one goaltender in this league. Yeah, he really has. And with him being a free agent uh, this upcoming offseason, it seems like he's playing to get that permanent that job permanently with Vegas if he doesn't go anywhere else in free agency. All right. And so last week, Monday, myself and Tyler and our guests that we had on at the time, we made predictions. Peyton Turnage. Peyton Turnage, yes. Not Turner, Turnage. Yes, Alex. <laughs> uh, we made different, obviously, suggestions and predictions of how the course of the series would go. Tyler picked the Vegas Knights winning in six games. I picked them in five. Now, you're looking at this series and how it's turned out so far with it being currently 3-1, to one, game five being uh, tomorrow at 10.30, uh, Eastern Standard Time, 8.30 Central. Right? 7.30 in California time for our good friend Brett here. There we go. Do you think that the Knights will get it done tomorrow and finally take care of the Blackhawks, sending them home? Uh, I do think they'll get it done. And the main reason why I do think that is how good Vegas's fourth line has been for them. Uh, Reeves, Waugh, and Carrier are playing out of their minds right now. Uh, Reeves has four even strength points. Uh, Carrier has two game-winning goals. And then Nick Waugh being 22 and stepping up to the role he's been playing. He has four points in the playoffs. I think they are going to be the reason why that Vegas closes the series out in five games. You really see in these playoffs, it just it's not just these playoffs, but all playoffs, you just see like these these hardworking guys that maybe don't put points up in the regular season, they step up in big roles, like you said, on the fourth line. And those guys are going to really have to help carry the Knights forward if they are able to get the job done tomorrow night. What are the expectations for the Vegas Golden Knights? I know they had a great season last year, and they were going to be the cup contender that they were before the awful call, (laughs) let's be honest, in the first round against San Jose. 
Where do the Knights sit this year, though? It's been a little bit of a different regular season in the playoffs. Yeah, they're the first seed, but where do you see the Knights ending up when this is all said and done? I can see them making a, a, a definite run to the finals. It will be a little bit harder. In the, I think the Western Conference Final is going to be the hardest matchup of the, uh, of the playoffs. But I think Vegas has a definite chance to go all the way, especially with DeBoer has been quoted many times saying he's going to need both goalies. And I feel like if Fleury and Leonard uh, play at the level they were playing during the regular season, I definitely feel like that gives Vegas the best chance to win the Cup. This has certainly been, I think, the first real playoffs where we can say, and Brett, you can probably concur with me on this, that almost every team that has a chance to win has two goaltenders they could play with, wouldn't you say? Oh, yeah, uh, for sure. Like, it's coming down, like, even with Dallas and uh, Hudobin been playing unreal lately, or uh, the Islanders have Grice and Barlamov. It's, it's t- having two good goalies is seem, seems now more like the route to go as a team rather than just having a solid number one starter. Except for Montreal, of course, Carey Price. But that's yeah, just, that's, that's probably that's the only true. one, yeah. Now, now you do say that you see Vegas going all the way to the finals. Who do you think out of the East would go up head to head with the Knights for the Cup in seven games? Seven but, games, wow! But just, potentially seven <laughs> games. Just, just making your prediction right here, Alex. Who do you who do you see in the finals versus Vegas? Um, the Canes made a good uh, were, were impressive at first, but I think the loss of Smechnikov is really going to hamper them. Um, I either see it being the Islanders or the Flyers that could uh, go all the way in the East. No love for the Canes. Yeah. I, you, uh, start, you started talking about oh, the Canes. You got them all excited, Brett. You Look got what you me did. excited. <laughs> but uh, but it, it's, it's okay. I'll, I'll give this one to you. Maybe, maybe next time we have you on the show, maybe we'll talk about some Canes in a, in a more positive way. We'll, we'll work on this, okay? <laughs> well, yes, yeah, so you're going to work on the the Vegas writer from California. We're going to have you be a fan of Tobacco Road Canes. Yes, absolutely. I'll send you my my twelve DVD series on how to be a true <laughs> twelve Canes steps fan. to becoming a Canes fan. <laughs> Number I'll one. For, I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, Tyler, do you have any more questions? For I I got guests? one more for Brett here. Brett, if I mean, like you said, we both played the game, and granted, we've both played in rather empty arenas. What do you think, out of your eyes, makes this playoff? So different from the rest, not just because, you know, no fans, whatever, but how different do you think it is for the players compared to playing in front of a usually packed arena? I feel like it puts less pressure on the players in, in a certain sense. Um, having for like, for example, the Chicago, they had 10 guys had their playoff debuts. Not being in front of a hostile crowd can really calm the nerves of these players. So by that than not having fans, it really benefits the the more inexperienced players who may not like react positively to a playoff style environment. And I, I kind of said that when we talked with Jim. I talked with Jim Jackson of the Philadelphia Flyers a few weeks ago. I said, "Mike, what about Carter Hart?" And he agreed with me. It'd be a little bit easier. And I guess that leads into my second question of this, the two part question I got that I just thought of in my head. Um, I asked Peyton Turnage last week. And I've asked guys before on the show what I think about the playoff format. Do you think this has been a successful playoff format? And do you think that the league, and that's a little bit of a hard-hitting question here, do you think the league should consider maybe doing this in the future now with adding a 30-second team in Seattle? I really think the NHL has done a great job 
with how they've done the Stanley Cup playoffs this year. Uh, them being able to create two bubble cities has been uh, exceptional. I thought Vegas was going to get it at first, but then certain chances uh, arose, so it ended up being Edmonton and Toronto. But I really do enjoy the 2014 format, uh, especially with how the draft lottery went and the chaos that ensued with that. I think they could make an argument to expand the playoffs to 24 teams, but... The other, the uh, the old school style works too. It's just more hockey, so more hockey is always great. Well, after the four months that we had, I could use every bit of hockey. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I, I made a paste, uh, post on Facebook. Made a paste. Today. I made a paste on Facebook today. <laughs> no, I made a post saying, you know, posting the NBC's uh, schedule for today, and I said four game, only four games of hockey in on a Monday. This My is goodness, it's absolutely disgrace. <laughs> but we'll send it home here with you, Brett. Obviously, Brett Pickler with the Hockey Writers, uh, Vegas contributor, at underscore kilt17 on Twitter. As I, I have a question. Where did that come from, Brett? Is that just kind of like a nickname, or where did, where did kilt come in here? Because everyone... So, okay. So, kilt is actually my middle name. Oh, Brett, Brett Kilt Pickler. Interesting. Yeah. Nice. Any, say, any Scottish in the family by chance? Uh, yes. Okay. I'm not saying like okay. it's just a random Brett kill. I'm like, okay, that's cool. Hey, that's I mean, cool. I like the, that's a solid middle name. Pretty sure my dad would not like to use my middle name as, or my, me use my middle name as my hashtag. Probably not. At John. That's no. true. <laughs> that's a, that's pretty, that's pretty cool. But no, make sure to go check him out on Twitter at underscore, underscore kilt 17. Brett, thank you so much for being on the show. We'll make sure to have you on. Um, sometime here in the future to talk about more Vegas stuff. And who knows, maybe we'll have you talk about the Canes. We'll see. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Pleasure to be on. All right. We'll see you later. All right. That was Brett Pickler. And that was it was a fun chat with him. And I, I like it's it's fun to have everyone's like, oh, you don't I mean because we had so many big name guests on so early on in the show. And one thing I will say is this. I mean, a lot of, I like to have the, I always had the blogger writers on. And for the people that never listened to the old podcast episodes, I had Lewis Pannone from the hockey writers. Yeah. I had, I love, I mean, that's just an easy get for me. Cause I, you know, I, I, I work for the hockey writers. I get to, you know, write for them. Like I can just message him. Like, hey, what you doing Monday night? Want to come on the show? And Brett was kind enough to be graceful this time. Be sure to follow him and all of his great work mm-hmm. on the tweeter. He is what? You stole. I had a question for him, and you know what? I didn't ask it because you were like, "I have a, I have a second question." Brinking off of that, oh yeah. You know what my question would have been to him? Because well, you said you said how what the difference is about you know playing not playing in front of fans, and he mentioned the thing of you know obviously having younger players and not having to play in front of hostile crowds. What about the refs, man? Really, you're gonna get into the refs? I was gonna ask that question, but you know, no, it's fine. It's fine. Be sure to check out a couple of his latest articles. Five takeaways from Gold Knights overtime win against the Blackhawks. That was a few days ago. There's multiple riders for the Vegas Gold Knights, but we wanted to get Brett on. Why? Because I love, I like bringing those guys on because they give you a different take. They don't give you the same answer everyone else does. They give their own personal little, little, little spice on it there for you. That's he should have said instead of five takeaways, he should have said five breakaways. But there, no, no, there weren't five breakaways, Alex. No, this is not the St. Louis. It's, it's a this is not the St. Louis it's a Vancouver series. Pun. It's a hockey pun. It is a hockey pun, but so is takeaway. Takeaway is a stat line, Alex. Alex, we have about, well, we have, we have 37 minutes have left. My goodness. 37 minutes. But we'll get into the next series. Vegas, thank you. Sayonara. Dallas versus Calgary. Calgary. 
Tyler saying Calgary. Boy, I hope, the, I hope this Colorado-Arizona game gets over with before we get to that point because I'd like to just say it's over now. 6-1 Colorado, by the way. Hey. <laughs> well, uh, well, let's, let's talk about this series first. The series between the Stars and the Flames tied at two. Game two went to the Stars 5-4 in regulation, and game three went to the Flames to zip. Stars winning game four, 5-4 in overtime. Now, let's talk about game two real quick. Tyler. I wrote a lot of notes. Sorry, I should have condensed these down. Oh, my gosh. I'm, so, I'm trying to, I'm trying to like, try to pick out some sort of highlights here. Well, a lot I, of action. Well, I will say this. Another shorthanded goal for Toby Reader. You'll hear that a lot in these playoffs. I Ben Bishop, I just yeah one one the one of the I'm sorry but just a quick thing is how how Tyler sets up the notes is in, I literally it's, okay it's in peer it's in like the what are they called the periods the bu- chronological the bu- order the bullet point kind of thing where he just tabs them in tabs them in and one of the things that just pops up is Ben Bishop's knob <laughs> out of context for Tyler. those that didn't watch Derek Forbert's goal was a weird one it was a bad English shot. <laughs> And it went off the knob. Hashtag Ben Bishop's knob. <laughs> Bishop's knob. I, I want it. Uh, Let's get it in the chat. Hashtag Bishop's knob. It went off his knob and in the back of the net. Uh, don't forget, I'm yeah. literally, okay, there's multiple games going on. And some, when I'm sitting down, I, I do what I do when I'm not, when we have, like, I have moments when I'm calling games for Davenport. I'll just write down what happened, the bullet points. So I'm literally doing, like, play-by-play for notes. Like, oh, big save here. Oh, that's a goal. Here's how it went in. Bad goal. But then I realized as I did the first couple games, I'm like, these are going to be like games like four days ago. And that's when I realized in game three, I didn't put a whole lot, but game four being yesterday was a big deal. So I had to make sure I mentioned it in spades. But Ben Bishop gets the win. I, and this was the the first half of the back-to-back because Hudoman started the next night when the Flames won, despite not having Matthew Kachuk. Because remember, Matthew Kachuk, got knocked out of game two after being hit by Jamie Benn, collided with Jamie Alexiak. The big play in that game, of course, was the game-winning goal. Alexiak tipping a, or getting a backdoor pass, beating Cam Talbot, despite Cam Talbot playing pretty well once again for Calgary. It, it Listen, I, I know I harp on him time and again, but you can't stop harping on Johnny Gaudreau until he starts playing what he needs to, what he, what he needs to do in these playoffs. I'm sorry. I think at this point, you j- you and other people just don't like him. I like him for the games between October and the first week of April, Alex. So Once it comes to playoffs, he just becomes absent. Because it's a blow. The only reason why I noticed him is because how did Jamie Lexiak get wide out so open from the point? He pinches down low, and Gaudreau just says, I dip. He becomes bubble hockey. He just becomes in one spot and just doesn't move. He's the rod you were. He was the, he was the player you were not messing with at the time. I was going to say something else, but I realized it was going to sound really bad the way it was going to come out. What, but playing with rods? Oh, good lord! <laughs> but <laughs> but he literally just sat there, just did nothing, and Alexiak walked in. But game three, the Flames come back. You got Mike. Yeah, Bob Backlund. Bob. Ba- no, 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 Bob. Kachuk, though. No, Michael Backlund. No, Kachuk, But they were able to pull it off. Backlund with a nice shorthanded goal, and T.J. Brody. T.J. Brody even lift. He does with that big shot that he had. I'm proud of that one. 35 safe shot for Talbot in game three. Game four. This was the game that Calgary was going to put the series away. Yes, it only made 3-1, yes, but it would have put the Stars well out of reach in my eyes. I don't think I've ever looked at a game and said, man, 
This is a lot of offense. There were 102 shots, but Tyler went to overtime. It did. 102 shots in only on almost four periods of hockey. 60 or been 75 or 75 minutes of hockey. Sure. Dallas took over. It was close to the beginning. I'll say that. But then I think it was after the first period. I don't know exactly what the shots were at any point during the first, but 51 to 26 after the first period. So, Alex, if you're doing your math correctly, mm. that is in 55 minutes of hockey, the Stars controlled the play, which has not really happened a whole lot in this series. Let's be honest. Usually it's been the other way around. But Cam Talbot was phenomenal. He made 57 saves. What was that? 57 saves. What was that? Oh, crap. I said it, didn't I? Phenomenal. Never would have guessed. He did it. But the defense wasn't there for Calgary. Sam Bennett, who has been scrutinized for the longest time, who's always been on the trade block. Hey, let's trade Sam Bennett. Let's get some depth players. Let's get someone that's useful. Two goals for Sam Bennett. I think one of them was on the power play, if I'm not mistaken, too. Johnny Gaudreau did get a power play goal, but he did. The t- he was. He wasn't there. He was. He was all by himself off to the side. Did he, he score? Yes, because the puck bounced to him, and he's like, oh, "I'll just flip it in because no one else is around me." Because hey. everyone else was in the thick of it. A goal is a goal is a goal. A goal is a goal is a goal, and of course, Toby Reader, another shorthanded goal. You'd think that'd be enough for the Calgary Flames. Yeah. With Cam Talbot. Yeah. Well, that's what Joe Pavelski said, Alex. Yeah. Joe Pavelski says, you know, yeah, Danny Gur- Gurianov got up another power play goal. Who is just listen. I know we talk about Mira Heiskanen. I'm doing my Pavelski impression right now. Gurionov deserves a lot of credit and deserves a lot more eyes on him because he was phenomenal this year, especially on the offensive end, albeit, so his numbers look really good. What was that? Did I say it again? Phenomenal. Never I guessed. said it again. Never Darn really it. Guessed. Twice in one segment. Call off the dogs. But Joe Pavelski, a power play goal and the game tying goal with 11.9 seconds remaining. I, I Listen, I don't know if it's Dallas coming back and hanging with Calgary or Calgary allowing Dallas to come back. I don't know which one it is. I, I really I just feel like Calgary had that game won, but they just gave it away at the end. They were Listen, when Pavelski is able to... I, I, look, you're going to blame Talbot for that game-tying goal because he kicked out a rebound. How about Pavelski with four flames around him is able to get a shot off? I look at that as a problem more than I look at the fact that Talbot gave up a rebound. Because as Don Cherry would say, you stop the first one. I did a lot of stopping the first ones when I was playing two. But then again, usually there was a second opportunity, a third opportunity, and a fourth opportunity. Eventually, the puck would end up in the back of the net. I digress. Calgary had a great opportunity to take over the series. They don't. John Kleinberg with a, with a blast. A blast to win the game late in overtime. Beautiful one-timer. As Jeff Merrick said on Twitter yesterday, there's been there's no better defenseman that can shoot high from the point than John Klingberg. It is not something you should brag about as a defenseman because you could kill somebody, but he's really good at doing it. He's able to get up through traffic, beats Cam Talbot. Some people are looking at that goal. He should have had it. There was traffic in front. The game should never even gotten to that point anyways. The man made 57 saves. What do you want from him? Oh, he's got to make 58 to win the game. Well, don't let don't let Pavelski just walk in. Joe Pavelski, who has got gray in his beard, not as much as Joe Thorne, but he's got gray in his beard, just absolutely walking all over your team, which has a former Norris Trophy winner on the defenseman. Flames should have done better, but 2-2 tomorrow night, 5.30 puck drop Eastern time, 3.30 local time in Edmonton for game five. It's a series, Alex. Wise man once said to me, <clears throat> If you're concerned about getting hit in the head, you know what you should do? What? Duck. So if you're Klingberg's teammate, excuse me, Klingberg, uh, duck. How about just get out of the way? 
just vanishes. It's like, like Clay Burks. It's, it's like, like Bolton, Bolton, Bolton Reed. Reed. Hey, one out of five. One out of five. Dad made the joke of me on Thursday, and I completely went over my head. But what are we talking about? Your success stories. One out of five. Now it's about the Marty Ferg slap shot. He was. Oh. One, he was one out of five. Pew. But man, I don't know. This is a series that I'm not sure what to say about. Well, we both picked Calgary. You picked him in five, so that's not going to happen. That ain't going to happen. Calgary in six for me, though. That could happen. That could happen. Uh, uh, listen, who wins tomorrow wins the series. Saying it now. I, this series does not go seven. Dallas wins tomorrow. It's going to be Dallas Stars in, in round two. I don't have long enough hair to do that anymore. But it'll be an interesting game five tomorrow. That's for sure. Is the game over yet? It is not over. Why are we? Oh, hold on. Well, okay. Now, question. Is, is the, it actually now, over? Okay. Is you mean is the clock tick zero? Is the game over? The game is over. Okay. 6-1 lead right now for the Avalanche over the Coyotes. The shots are not even that bad, Alex. Ready for this? 27 shots for the Avalanche. I think they took the foot off the gas. Only 13 for the Coyotes. And I know they've been brutally outshot this whole series, but mother of Teresa. If they, I don't know. Mother, is, mother Teresa. Mother, what about, what about her mother? Can't we give her credit for giving birth to Mother Teresa? Mother of Mother is Teresa. Is she a saint? Nah. She do, did she do good in the world? Nah. Not well, the, I mean, she probably did, but she not as know. much. Let's see. Is Kem- uh, Antiranta is in the game. He, Darcy Kemper was pulled after the fourth goal that he gave up. Colorado versus Arizona is the series that we're going to be talking about. Let's just say that the Avalanche are leading the series 3-1. to one. Yes, my notes say 2-1, to one, but that's because this game is not officially over. But I don't think that there's going to be a miracle in Edmonton or the epiphany in Edmonton where Arizona just comes back and just reels off six straight shots and scores on all of them. We'll see. I don't think Grubauer is going to, because it's Grubauer in that. Avalanche won game 2-3-2, two, to two, and the Yotes won Game three, four to two. Colorado obviously taking this one. This is a series that I personally wanted the Coyotes to win, but but I also, both I also said that the Avalanche should win in four games. You said Avalanche in seven. That so was my my hot pick. My, that was your hot pick. My, well, I mean, I picked a f- entire sweep. Holy cow. Well, there's a fight between Nathan McKinnon and that's not Connor Garland. Holy cow. McKinnon got in a fight. Well, we haven't, we were, well, we were that's watching. not a fight. That's a rag doll. That's who is he going after? Is that churn? I think so. 36. Um, Ty. 36, 36 Fisher. Oh, it's Fisher. Okay. I for, I forget. Still not sometimes. the smallest person in the world. Nathan McKinnon is listen. You he look lifts. at you look at him. No, he lifts. You look at him. Kids, kids, boy or girl, regardless, you want to be successful in hockey or in sports. Gotta get small. Lift. He gets it. Say your prayer, brother. Say your prayers. Drink your milk. Well, you don't have to do that. Okay. I mean, people people are lactose intolerant. Okay, well, drink your milk if you can. Take your vitamins if you should. Pray all night. Brother, if brother, you brother. want to. Brother, brother, sister, brother, brother, sister. I do a better macho man. Oh, yeah. Brother, take up them roids. I mean, go lift them weights. Yeah. You want to know why you do a better macho man? It's because you look like a Slim Jim. Oh, thanks. I appreciate it. You're a stick of grease. <laughs> Just a skinny stick of grease that you have to really... Peel off 
And oh, I realized I just didn't forget that uh, Brett Pickler's still on the screen. <laughs> yeah, just just fix fix that real quick. Let's just take a quick fix on that one. Uh, My apologies but, there. But no, this is a series that I get carried away sometimes. Colorado's gonna win. Rata by we we already said that Colorado's gonna win this one. That I, I think I, Kemper's I, I think Kemper's toast. So I'm gonna go with ooh Lawson Krause with the hit from oh that's what caused it. Lawson Krause hit McCarr from behind and that. Mm, yep, that'll do it. Can't do that because Makar is a star player, and yeah, Lawson Kraus. Yeah, just because you wear sixty-seven does not mean you're funny. Uh, looks like he was trying to make a salad, because you know what you do. Whoa, whoa! Oh, what? What did Calvert do? Did Calvert jump off the bench? Hold on a second here. Oh, hold on. Breaking news. I did. Calvert jumped off the bench. Oh, did he not participate in the fight? Well, isn't that automatic ten games if he jumps off the bench? Did he jump off the bench, or was he going for a line change? Well, we're going to see here in a second. Okay. Calvert just chucked his stick. What in the world? There was guy- That's not a line change. That's Nazem Kadri jumping as well. Good Lord. Uh, well, if it's Kadri, well, then well, that may... Well, neither- oh, oh, my God. goodness. Kadri is going to get suspended, well, okay. and he's going to cost the series. Yotes are going to win. Well, no, Kadri got back on the bench. So I don't, none of, neither of them participated, but... Are they gonna? Is that gonna be a judgment call? Because Calvert just jumped through his. Well, that means that Calvert threw his stick. That means that. Why is Calvert throwing his stick? He didn't throw it at the pile. I'm watching it here on Twitter. Thanks to that means that two uh, guys are gonna get suspended for ten games. Well, okay, I'm. Uh, That's the rule. Hold on, ten games if you jump off the bench. Did did they just jump off the bench? I'm tweeting this because I, I'm curious. Jump off the bench. Because I that's that's all I'm seeing. I see the hit. Obviously, a dangerous hit. Lawson Krause probably gets some supplemental discipline. But I see the fact that Matt Calvert and Nazem Kadri just jumped off the bench, and you can't do that. Breaking news. We may have a couple <laughs> suspensions on the way. <laughs> Help is on the way. Two goals from Nazem Kadri, and that, she said? that is the typical Nazem Kadri game. Two games. Yeah, okay. I, hey. I mean, Kadri would not be one, two, not, oh, I don't know, get suspended in the playoffs. In the first round. That, he's very good at it. Unfortunately. Uh, but, no. But yeah, Carol- Ari- yeah Arizona, Colorado. I'm sorry. It's over. Colorado gets it done, and they play next. I think they play Thursday, actually. I thought they played Wednesday. Check that again. 19th, Wednesday. Yep. Yes, they play officially right now at 5.30 Eastern time, 3.30 Mountain time. All right. So, 3-1 the series right now. Possibly going to be 4-1. Yeah, I'll probably be talking about the series, wrapping up on Thursday. That one I can be pretty darn sure of. That one I will be okay with not talking about because Los Yotes. Por Los Yotes. The Kachina sweaters, they got one win. They got one win. And I thought they were going to go seven, but... I said that I said that once to one of my friends, and he was like, "Ooh, now you're making me hungry." I was like, "What do you mean?" I said, "Well, you said Los Yotes, right?" You say it For so like, fast. You say it so fast. Sounds like a lotes, and I'm just like, "That's what he said." He's in like, my street corn. And he said, "Well, it sounded like he said a lotes." I don't think Kelly's ever had a lotes. No, no, yes, we went to Little Mexico once and got him, and yeah. wasn't wasn't as good as homemade. I will say that. See, here's the thing: I make a me, I make me and a lotes. I I get people hooked on them. It's simple. You can, butter. You can, uh, Kate, Katie's mom, obsessed with them. Obsessed with the lotes. Like, I, I should get she, some corn. I mean, I have a grill. I could well, definitely. Hey, you could do it. Corn's not, corn's not expensive. That's good. 
I do need to slap some mayo on there, some sour cream. Whoa. Whoa. I... No. no. No, that's the Hold way on. to do it. Hold on. The, oh, no. Time out. Hockey off for a second. We oh, still we can boy. do this in 50. We can do the Vancouver series here in a second. Oh, no. You don't put sour cream on a lotus. Yes, you do. You don't put sour cream on a lotus. Yes, you do. And my, I, I was about to it's go full. It's a 40 split. I was, was going to go full Italian there for a second. No. Mayo. Why would you go Italian? This is. A, well, I was about to start yelling Italian. I was about to start yelling Italian. Hi, dear. What? No. No, you can't. No, stay out. We got 20 minutes. What? She's going to pop out. Let her pop out. Go on. She's going to leave. Yep. I'm nervous. That's fine. If you're going to get ice cream, get me one too. I say it. She's not going to get ice cream. She's going to go watch a hockey game at a bar. Probably with Katie. Oh. Well, there is a game on. Yeah. It is the Canes and the Bruins. Yeah. Sorry enough. We're 11 minutes in. Maybe we should, well, 11 minutes into what the start time is. Usually they probably play around 8 But no, it's a 60-40 split. 60% mayo, 40% sour cream. Makes it a little bit lighter, a little bit less calorie dense. But that's... It's good. The point is, Alex. No. Oh, look at that. Even mom agrees. No sour cream on all of these. Mom said, thank you, mom. Mom's got it. Thank you very much. I put sour cream on my alotes, and it works. And you're wrong. It's okay, Alex. All right. I party with both hands. Next series. That being said, moving on to our last series. Finally. St. Louis versus Vancouver. The Nucks are leading the Nucks. You really? I love it. I, I love how Alex will. Alex is Ron Burgundy. I could write down the most dumbest thing in the world. I'll write it on the notes, and, and I'll he will read it. say it. I will. I'll read it word for word. <laughs> well, not word for word, but very darn close. <laughs> he said, "Nuck lead two to one. <laughs> Nuck lead two to one. The brass Nucks." Are leading two to one. Game two went to the Canucks four three in overtime. Game three, Blues win three two in overtime. Three as well. overtime games yesterday, Alex. People were staying up late last night, eh? I know. Or this morning, actually, if you're in the East. What's with this playoffs? Huh? What's with these? What's Too with these overtime? Play? Who watches over? Too much overtime. Too much over. We can't have ten games of overtime, Alex. Can't do I that. I vote we balance out the games. Limited two periods, and if there's no winner after two. You do the federal hockey league thing where you have a shootout before the game. <laughs> what the? Or just in case the game doesn't work out. Oh, they're still playing this game over. Okay, so they'll start after this game. Wait, that's anyways. But regardless, that being said, what's wrong with the overtime? No, you're telling for is no, okay tonight at ten. So I joked to Alex. Well, I said because we're playing golf during the five overtime game, and I said I'm like, oh, they're moving the game to eleven a.m. tomorrow. You thought I said they're moving the overtime game that was taking place to 11 a.m. tomorrow. I yes, the so, like, so they were going to start the Canes game and push the other game to like restart in the morning, like they do golf. Yes, yes. But they were not. But so I was going to be very upset because no, Iron Man, you got to play the game. Play of attrition. You win. You got to win. You got to have attrition. Yeah. But then here he is saying, "Oh, I got to end this game now." Yeah. What do you, you Mike? Gotta, you, what do you, Mike Milbury over here? You got to have three on three overtime there, bud. Triple overtime, yeah, bud. Huh? What is this, minor hockey tournaments? No. Sure as hell ain't having a shootout. 12 overtimes. I want it. No. Uh, the players, no, not shootout. a shootout. I will, I will not do a shootout. If a shootout decides anything other than shootout. the World Cup, because the World Cup of soccer is that's shootout. how they do it. Oh, a power play already for Boston. Eight. Son of a biscuit, even Bulldog. One Dessert. single, you Ottawa Senator trash. I, forget, I have to remind myself that Dezingle's a cane. Yeah. That's how irrelevant he is. 
He is not irrelevant. He's he is a good player. He's incredibly irrelevant. He was a good player. He's a good, he was no, a good player on a, a player bad on Senators team. team. He's a good player on this team. He's about to cost a team player. a goal. No, is, that James? is that James? James is in goal. Hey! Is that James? That is what? That is James oh, God. Reimer. Lose. James Reimer. Go hey, get him out of there. Okay, sorry. Um, Vancouver. <laughs> Speaking of Boston, Vancouver. Listen, another great opportunity last night for Vancouver to take the series away. But I, I, how do you blame anyone in Vancouver? I think the St. Louis has played a pretty good game. Hell, 46 saves for Jacob Markstrom. And it, for some reason, to people suggest that tonight, the reason why we put this one last, folks, is because they play the nightcap, the 10-30 game, 8-30 local time in Edmonton. Who in their right mind's playing Thatcher Demko? Nobody. Nobody. It, Jake, well, here, listen, I get it. It's a back-to-back. He played a lot. But you're going to trust a rookie goaltender in a game that w- could possibly tie the series, or you go to Markstrom and... Listen, Listen, 85% of Markstrom is better than 100% of Demko. Hold on here. Hold your horses. They're not going to do that. I know they're not, because guess what? Well, or yeah. at least they've... Travis the Green is not that... Should. Travis Green is not a nutbag. A little crazy, but he's not a nut. nutbag. He's a nutbag. Dang it, I should not have wrote that. There it is. I'm going to start writing it out in full. The nuts. I'm going to write the Vancouver Canucks lead 2-1. to one. No. Yes. Nuts. Yes. Chucking nuts. Oh, they're chucking nuts already. Hucking bombs, oh, chucking nuts. No, Remember that you thought that was going to be a great tag team move you and I were going to do? What? We're going to get a guy in a car start just beating him with our fists. And they're chucking nucks because that was going to be our signature <laughs> maneuver, punching a guy in the face. Tag. Boop, 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 boop. Tag. Boop, boop, boop. They're chucking nucks. Hey, if they can't get a tag, Alex they can't leave the corner. would not be a great booker for wrestling. No, I'm. You would not be a great. What's what are the like? What's Michael Hayes' job and and Road Dog's job was like talent coordinator. You wouldn't be good at that because you'd pipe it in the air and be like, "All right, I got a great idea." They're gonna start punching guys in the face. Corey, you're gonna yell "Chucking nuts," okay? <laughs> chucking nuts. <laughs> They're chucking nuts. They're chucking nuts. No, See, it, no. If anything, I'd be the spot monkey that they just throw through a bunch of tables. You would be the because that's be, what I did. You would be the job when, when we wrestled in the back. You would be the job. I was like, throw me through a table. I'm on top of the ladder. I'm gonna jump off the ladder through the table. You move so you don't get hurt. I just wanted to go through a table. <laughs> I just wanted to go through a burning table. Vancouver. Uh, oh, yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, hockey. Markstrom is gonna play tonight. I better. I listen. I was going to say this, but before Bo Bichette got injured, I put a poll out there. Which Bo was on a bigger hot streak? Bo Bichette, who was just homering in every single game, it seemed like. Or Bo Horvat, who has, what, four goals now in these playoffs? What about Bo Burnham? Bo Burnham? Who? The comedian? Um, why, was he caught streaking or something? No, it's just... See, not on a hot streak. About, Bo Horvat. Talking about Bo's. Two goals, including the... What about that dangle that he did in game two? And then he had the overtime winner, of course. Markstrom playing well there. Canucks power play. Two for three. Canucks power play last night. I don't think they... I think JT Miller got a power play goal. I don't know if they were... Hashtag Nucks. Chuckin' Nucks. I don't know why that's going to be a thing now. I don't want it to Hashtag Chuckin' Nucks. Hashtag Chuckin' Nucks. Let me just quick check. That'll be my show when you're in Denver. Chuck The Chuckin' Nucks show. Let's see... Chuck and Nux and eat one for two was Vancouver last night. Ooh, a very low penalty good. game. That'd be so good. one for two. So four for three for four in the last two games. But I think, you know, listen, Alex, it's it. This is it. Jake Allen has taken the net back 
for the St. Louis Blues. Nope. 39 saves, Alex. Nope. Markstrom played really well. Jake Allen played just as well. JT Miller and Elias Pedersen scored for Vancouver. Justin Falk and David Perron scored regulation for the Blues. Poor Braden Shen just got left all by himself behind the defense, scoring the game-winning goal, I believe. As I go back to his statistics, that is his, yep, his first goal of the postseason. And, man, I will say this. David Perron's probably been one of the better players for St. Louis. Braden Shen, if that goal can really kickstart him, he can really turn something in here for the Blues because they're going to need all of, all hands on deck. A total of 90 shots in that game last night, 49 for the Blues, 41 for Vancouver. This is a series I want Vancouver to win. I Whoever was going to come out of the Minnesota-Vancouver series, I was going to pull for. Hmm. I want Vancouver to get this done. And I don't listen, the only series, the only two series that I said that the lower seed was going to be far out of was going to be Colorado over Arizona, which we've seen now as they go up 3-1. And Vegas and Chicago. Now, Chicago's held it a little bit close. Game four got a little out of hand, but Crawford played well. Vegas, no, it's going to be Vegas. Vancouver, they look comfortable against St. Louis. Maybe too comfortable. That's why they kind of slipped up last night. I think they'll play better here tonight. Same thing with Montreal and Philadelphia. Calgary and Dallas, very close. Very close battle. I, I just, in Tampa Bay, Columbus, obviously Tampa's up 3-1, but it's not like these games have been lopsided by any stretch of the imagination. You want to know what I think, though? What? I think St. Louis is scared. Well, you got a lot of pressure. And now you now you're starting your goaltender, who was supposed to be your consummate trophy winner, who could have been a Calder candidate, didn't win either of the awards, but was voted the fans' favorite for player, performer of the postseason. All of a sudden... Didn't have a great regular season, but it was still good enough to win the division in the regular season, at least before the pause. And now has gone to the backup role. Because now, granted, yes, Jake Allen went in there because they had a plan of let's we're going to put one or the other in because they're going to play on a back-to-back, and they have the opportunity, the St. Louis Blues, to play two goaltenders. Vancouver does not. But now you're looking at playing Jake Allen again tonight because after the last night, Alex, why wouldn't you? You have two, you have, you put a, together a good performance and Yes, has Jake Allen been the starting goaltender? And Peyton Turnage even admitted today on Twitter, he's like, why would you ever want to start Jake Allen? Well, this is why, boys and girls, because mm. this is the perks of having two quality goaltenders. Yeah. And I really think that, you know, if Allen, it depends on how, it depends on how Jake Allen does tonight if we see Bennington any more of these postseason. If Jake Allen wins tonight, oh no, Bennington, you may as well just go up there and hang out with David Ayers. You guys are pretty, because he has a better chance of playing than you will. First of all, David Ayers is not in the bubble. Can't confirm. Second of all, he uh, isn't? Why not? Because. Well, who's in the bubble then? Who's the emergency backup? Nobody. There's uh, no emergency backups. I have questions. That's why people brought three goalies. By the way, the reason why I said before Bo Bichette got injured hey. because he sprained his knee. You old. Hey. Mm. Oh, no. Ajo chopped him. Oh. No, well, you should have saw what happened beforehand. Did, Char- did, did, Char- NB- did NBC show the one thing, Alex, where he's bending up more than he could chew? Did you show him that? They showed that Sudan Ochara, after the play, slashed him on the back of the leg. Oh, because Ajo chopped him. Oh, he's bending up more no, than he could chew. No, beforehand. Chara, I want you. <laughs> I want Chara. Does anyone check Jack Edwards' Twitter in the last five minutes? I, I think want he's got Chara. A tweet. I want you. to fight him. Oh, seven to one. Seven to one, the final score for the Colorado Avalanche. They actually scored hey. one more. You know what? They scored a seventh, Alex. This is hockey. You don't do that. You don't run up the score like that. 
Arizona's going to come back hungrier than ever. They're going to reel off three straight wins and win the series in seven. If that happens. Oh, dude. Here's the thing, too. Dude, if they win in seven, they win the cup. Automatic. Well, automatic. No. Automatic. So, game five is on Wednesday. By the way, the St. Louis-Vancouver series, me and him both said uh, Nux in seven. I said seven. Hashtag yeah. Nux in seven. Let's see. Game six would be on Saturday for... Wait, are we talking about the St. Louis series here? Oh, no, you're, you're on the... Game, so ga- if, they, if it does somehow magically go to a game seven, we will be in Denver because we leave Saturday for Denver. Why does that matter? Because we'll be in Colorado, and if Arizona wins <laughs> while we're in Denver, because we'll probably go up to a bar or two. We'll def- we're definitely going to hit up Fat Check. Have I showed you the menu to Fat Check? No, but it's probably a lot of fat. It's a, it's, imagine your favorite appetizers, folks, smothered in cheese on a bun. Onion rings, chicken fingers, mozzarella sticks with more cheese on a bun. Fat Check. It's awful for you, but it's dang good. That sounds disgusting. Well, to you, maybe. To fat, the, the inner fat Tyler sounds really good. Inner? You called me a Slim Jim, man. I'm 190 pounds. I've lost weight over no. this COVID. No, you, no, you, you. Hey, I have two, okay? I've lost it improperly, though. I've lost, like, muscle. I've lost, like, I've lost that. I've just, I I'm lost, starting to plateau, man. I lost 15 pounds. Good Looking for you, man. Good, Way man. to go. Way Looking to go. good, man. Shit. Oh, <laughs> dang. Well, <laughs> and we're off the air. Dang it, Alex. We were doing, we, we were have done, doing so good. We have done this for almost two months and you blow it. We held in earlier on the show and you blew it. Maybe no one noticed. Let's hope. Maybe. We'll see. Better not over, boys. Good. Sh- oh, thanks. Thanks, Rando. What a- Better go, better not go over, boys. Okay, good show. Better not go over. Well, well, okay. We still well, got seven minutes here, Rando. Seven Don't minutes. Worry. It's eight twenty-four. Hopefully, it's not seven minutes. Well, well, okay. okay I will now say six minutes. I will say this: we it did eight twenty-three when I looked at it. We actually did go over last week. I think about a few seconds because you know my my, uh, my 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 rant got a little a uh, little. It was a bit. There. It was a bit a hot take. So a I think too hot, too I low. think you know game four tonight. Like I said, game four. Big game for both teams. Columbus can, or Columbus, St. Louis can get back into it, but I think Vancouver, I think they'll play a lot hungrier tonight. I think so. I mean, you know, and like you said, I don't, I don't, I don't agree with the fact that you think um, Bennington's going to be so, you know, he's not going to be in the playoffs anymore. If, if Allen wins if, tonight, I don't want you to go if, back to him. If Allen wins tonight, that's great. But Bennington's still a good goaltender. He proved himself last year. And I think that in all honesty, he, he has worth, especially in the playoffs, and I I don't think that you just count him out purely on the basis of you know three games. I concur. I do concur. So, with, I'll agree with you there, but I would go with Allen if he wins tonight. Maybe, but shall we send her Ips home? and butter candy nuts? I think we send her home, Alex. Just so we don't go over. We'll send her home. Eight twenty-five here right now. It goes to eight thirty, but at eight thirty, right on the dot. Coming up on twelve ounce sports talking minors. With the rando, good buddy of the show. We should probably have him on at some point, but you know what? He talks right after us. So, I mean, he, he's got his own thing. He's got to get ready. He's got to get ready for the show. He's because you know ready. what? He's going to be talking about the Islanders on the verge of sweeping the Capitals, drama in the Big Ten, and an interview with head coach of the Federal Prospects Hockey League, 
Motor City Rockers. Is that what they're calling the Fraser team? That is what they're calling the team the, out in Fraser. The, the Motor, Motor City, City Rockers. Don't forget the old UHL team. They were called the Motor City Machine or Mechanics. Motor City Mechanics. Yeah, but that's when the, there was the lockout. You know, Chris Draper and all of them, you know, they just wanted to play somewhere to play. That's true, yeah. So make sure to, if you want to talk to us during the meantime, hashtag TKS at The Keel Show on Twitter. Tune in Thursday for another episode of Quick Shift with Tyler. Next Monday, Tyler will be in Denver. Denver! We'll see what happens. We'll see how we figure it out. But for Tyler, I'm your host, Alex. Thanks to all of our guests that we had on today. In the past, everything, the world is good. We'll see you next time. Bye!